The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Do I have Hello to there, and welcome to Sunset City, the Sonic podcast for the modern and classic age. With me today, we have Ben Ten himself, <laughs> and next to him, we have Confusion. Hey, I'm not confused, you're confused. And next to him, we have Wayne. Oh, like, I'm sorry if I'm not who you were expecting, okay? <laughs> Mark my we words, Wayne Mark. is here. God damn it. We'll we'll fix that for next week. So sorry for <laughs> old old project assets not working correctly and Adobe Premiere being an absolute butt to work with. That That's how it goes, it. but hey, we're actually up and running though. I'm really proud of us for that. <laughs> yeah, we we are a functioning <laughs> podcast, which is great. Um so um, the first topic today is we're going to quickly talk a little bit about the recent Sonic and Tails R episode. If you haven't seen it, be sure to check it out. Be sure to check out the whole series. It's a really great sort of origin for a new side of Tails that we don't often see explored. Yeah, and again, we need to reiterate this is a fan project, uh, but it's got uh, a bunch of veteran Sonic voice actors in there and Mike Pollock is in there. And I, I don't really want to get into the specifics about what happened there, but I got to tell you, like, that is some of the best Eggmanning he's ever done. The villainous monologue. Oh, yeah. I absolutely agree. It was that was it was really nice to see hear the more menacing side of Robotnik and hearing him call himself Robotnik, like, take me seriously. I loved that. I Fucking loved my, it. It was I, amazing. I still think one of my favorite parts of that was if somebody told me we'd been doing this for over 30 years, I'd believe them. Don't I mean, do it. That's meta. They're they're referencing real life. That's bad. <laughs> I, no, I liked that you though. That delivery it. there was great for it. Meta yeah, or a, not, that's a good way to handle it. What, what I like is great... it Sorry, go on. No, go on, Wayne. Go I, on. I was gonna say it, it helps address like something that I've I've actually criticized uh Mike Pollock's Eggman 4 before and that's that I can't take the villain seriously as a villain he's just kind of a cartoon character that gets in the way of the the heroes from time to time uh not so much in this no he's like he's just a straight up bad guy and I love it well I, he's great... both he's got range it was awesome yeah no it's yeah. It's, a, it's a great show with the it does great justice to the characters more so than you'll find in a lot of other Sonic media these days and um it's got great music as well i won't say too much on that matter but um it's yeah no there's there's a lot going on here that is well worth checking out if you're a big fan of the storytelling in uh previous or older more like adventure era sonic projects well i mean that before we move on though like not just you know uh complimenting the guy who is still doing the job you know for sega um it, it is still great hearing everybody else doing their parts and hearing Ryan as Sonic again and everything else. Again, we don't want to spoil who's been showing up there. Yeah. The story itself is, is a lot of fun. It's compelling. Um, I'd say the more spoilery things would be like the fan servicey uh, characters that you might not be expecting and more the characterization more than anything else. Um, I, I really got to give it up to Emmy. Like I was telling you guys before, 
we started recording here this she's doing this i don't know if she's done this like for any other project or not it's certainly the first time i've heard her do this and just seen her post on twitter like like she made her own like like tail shirt as a kid and i can i can hear that passion i can hear somebody who's deeply cared about this character their entire life coming through there and giving tails the the character arc that he really and truly deserves like we got hints and hints of that through the adventure games but never really told out in a in a different kind of narrative that i think we can all agree he absolutely deserves and oh yeah i got a lot of goku gohan vibes with this episode and made me very happy it's 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 a total it's a total love letter to tails it felt it felt very all right tails i'm handing it off to you without spoiling anything like that was (laughs) sensu bean Uh, Jamal, okay, thanks so... for the five bucks in the B theory forever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, our power, Jamal. And um, okay, so are we ready for the next topic? Topic number yes, two. Sir. Oh, okay, yes, so Nick and I had a fun day out at the Sage Expo 2021. We're just going to pretend it's a physical thing, just for more I compelling storytelling. So it's basically the Sonic Amateur Games. Expo, I believe, is what it actually stands for. Mm-hmm. And uh, we played through a handful of games. So, um, and we'll just kind of go through what we played and, um, you know, the kind of experiences that we had with it. So, uh, would you like to start, Nick, with one of the games that you played? Um, sure. So, um, I played a different sets a handful of games there. I think our main talking point is the game we've been discussing for a little bit here. So, I'll, I'll wait for you to chat on that because I'm interested to hear about some things with that from you um a specific cameo that i'd like to i'd like to learn a little bit more about i've also Um, now played that as well so i'm caught up to speed i did that when we were watching so wayne has two so all all four of us can can so shall we start off then with this uh particular game i Um, let's well let me let me just get my like quick ones out of the way here just because this is going to be a i'd say the the focal point um so the ones i tried the non-sonic games i think was frog gun which is very competent, a kind of a puzzle platforming, old school kind of a thing there. It looked like a good N64 game. It re- I'd say it reminded me more of like Mega Man Legends in terms of art style, but... I mean, and... that was also an N64 game. But it was if originally you're, playing Mega, Man, if you're yeah. playing Mega Man Legends, you're playing it on the PS1, otherwise you're doing it wrong. Yeah. I, first time I played through that game was N64, so... Ah, you sounds like you did it wrong. It sounds <laughs> like you just failed as a gamer. Fake gamer oh, girl. Man, fake gamer what? girl, sir. <laughs> What's a Mega anyway, Man? Is that like a Superman? I swear thing? to God. <laughs> Look, I'm done with um, e-girls. I prefer i-ladies now. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Continue, Nick. Is that a lady made out of eyeballs? No, i-ladies nuts on your face. Get on with it! Anyway. Um... <laughs> What was the other game that you, know, you were you were in the chat? Was that Eversleep? Oh, it was uh, Ev- Eversleep, yeah. Yeah, that was another traditional platformer. Again, very competently yeah. made and very charming. It had a lot of uh, Japanese folklore uh, in the in the core design. You're playing a Tanuki, a female one. I think there's a reason why they went female. <laughs> and I'm actually, and that Jordo was with us too, and he gave us five bucks just now. Thank you. I went and played a bit of Buck Up and Drive after Nick played it last night. Damn, that was a fun time. That was the other game. Um, I'm mentioning the non-Sonic stuff first because I have seen these games in other uh, amateur expo sort of situations. Uh, I bought I bought Buck Up and Drive on itch.io. It is 
fantastic. And there's an amazing Sonic reference in there. It think outrun, but with a combo system. It is very fun. It is a lot, a lot of fun. Um, but then like the the only Sonic games I really got to touch last night, Sonic J, which was uh just a physics demo more than anything, and very competently built. I'm interested to see what happens uh when they start putting in uh, hazards and other things in the levels. Uh, but the physics are are in a good place. And one I keep hearing about, but I haven't touched until now, which was Sonic Triple Trouble 16-bit. That was fantastic. That was very well done. Um, and they gave, they gave Knuckles a challenging boss fight. It was great. <laughs> and uh, Knack, the, the, what did you call it yesterday, Cirrus? Oh, Knack the uh, Fangle? Na- na- uh, no, it was Fang the Knackle. Thing, thing, the knackle. <laughs> Just... uh, yeah, he looked, uh, he looked great in sprite form, and his boss fights were great. And the turtle boss fight was upgraded to a full on, straight up UFO. It was amazing. It was so cool. Uh, Joshua fire. seared. Hey, Nick, it's Mr. Noodler from the Twitch chats. Well, hey, how you doing, man? Sorry, I can't stick around for very long, but tell the dog I love him. Dog, love he you loves too, you. Josh, I love you too. But that's that's basically mostly what I played that wasn't of the 3D variety. Oh, God. Way past Cool Kid. Thank you. Goodness. Everyone's ge- generous today. Sorry I'm a bit late. I was busy watching the latest Sonic and Tales R. Good. Any but. Hi. What's any but? Is that it's a- like it's any way but with but. Okay. <laughs> Long time fangirl. First time donator. Also, <laughs> hashtag B3 is canon. <laughs> It really is. You know what? See, we don't. You we don't are. need to mention it anymore. Like we've we've passed it on now to to way past cool kids. Like we've given it to the cool fans. Kids. I guess that's we're just how start that's saying how any but to you. Aren't we just? Aren't we benevolent? <laughs> you started this. I know I did. I, I feel good about it. I feel good about it. <sighs> All right, pup. Do you want to kind of talk about your experiences? All right, so I, I saw on your stream that you were quite focused on um, quite a lot of original titles, so I figured I would uh, play exclusively Sonic ones for now, just because I'm not a real gamer. So um, it's not untrue. I'm going to start with a big event status one. At clue in what I just said there, Big's Big Adventure. How was now, that? Oh my god, that looks good. I'll tell you about my experience. I couldn't play it. Like my PC cannot handle it. Like <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It Uh-oh. it looks absolutely gorgeous, and um, it looks like this big, beautiful, sprawling open world with tons of stuff to do, and I would absolutely love to play through it, but it was completely unplayable on my laptop. Oh, so um, I enjoyed playing it in slow motion for the brief bit that I did, but five minutes into the, into the otherwise one-minute opening cutscene, and I'd had enough. So... Yeah, that, that was a good one. Um, do you want me to move on to another one, or do you want to talk any more about uh, anything else you played, Nick? No, I, I, I rolled through all mine. Okay, so you're done. Okay. Yeah. Um, the next one I played was Sonic Blasters, which is a 2D Sonic game, um, and it kind of treats itself as like a continuation of the Chaotix game. Um, the gameplay uh, is very faithful in terms of its replication of the classic Sonic gameplay. He's got the Insta Shield as well, which I like. The sprites are really nice. Um, I think like the cutscenes in there, they they go for like the text box thing, which I'm a little lukewarm on. And I think the presentation there could be improved a little bit, just in terms of like 
the grammar and stuff but other than that like it's good stuff the level design was ambitious and really exciting the music was excellent but i will say this some of the enemy and trap placement was just straight up obnoxious like i wanted to go fast and i get smacked in the face by something and it's just it happened quite often so that's one thing i guess i would either work on unless they want to kind of market that as it's a hard sonic game so yeah that's that's sonic blasters next up we have sonic encore um and like visually this one looks really nice and for the most part it's pretty well optimized like i could i could play it on my laptop here's the thing i'm gonna say is it is a low-end laptop so if something doesn't play right on it like big big uh world like i'm not gonna hold that against the game but like it's got it's got a really pretty aesthetic uh it's got a good selection of characters the music's solid the recreations of classic levels are really nice I think Aqua Lake looked gorgeous, and it's nice to see them doing that in 3D, but not playable on a low-end laptop. Um, yeah. It it goes with, I think, the bumper engine, which Sonic GT ran on, which is mm-hmm. great for if you're really building momentum and stuff. You don't get too many opportunities here, though, and I did find that with this level design, it was a bit too slippery. I had a massive anxiety attack for any time I needed to do precise platforming, even though there's a break, which is really handy. Um, and I did find there were instances of like falling off of a platform and falling right back to the start of the level. And it's like, I think I'd rather just have a bottomless pit if I'm being honest. But like, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I I liked the game uh, perfectly fine. It's just that's things I'd probably iron out is maybe put like a, a death box for when you get further up in the level and yeah, make some of those platforms a little bit bigger. Other than that though, really solid game. I think Oil Ocean was the best level in there good stuff so then there's this quirky little one that i played called sonic 3d blast extreme and uh it kind of seeks to kind of bring about the sonic extreme experience but it, it doesn't do it in that fisheye lens kind of a way which i think helps yeah. um the music was banger after banger like the music was incredible um but i will say there's not much i can say for this one i, I did wonder if it was a mod of something else given that there's not really many sonic hallmarks in there other than sonic's character model like you're collecting pineapples for a start as opposed to uh rings which i found quite you don't think you don't like pineapple rings for that you don't think the bees also like pineapples yeah bees love pineapple dude fuck off um (laughs) (laughs) yeah the jump was quite imprecise but like it it's a start it's there's 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 something there there's a solid foundation for a potential return to the sort of sonic extreme kind of gameplay style so i would highly encourage that they keep on at it and keep refining it but like there's a lot of great stuff here um and yeah that's it for my list but then there's the one that we all played and that is Sonic Rush 3D, which um, really stood out to me because, like, I'm quite a big fan of the Sonic Rush series, warts and all. So, like, to see it in 3D, which I prefer to 2D, like, great stuff. Um, but, like, uh, let's go around the table. Uh, before we ask what you guys think, let's quickly go to Aki Dave with the $1.99 Super Chat saying, supporting the boys. Have a great stream. Thank you, Dave. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Wayne, do you want to start us off? Uh, sure. Uh, so all of y'all, I don't know when the discussion started on um on all the the sage stuff. I didn't. I don't think I registered any of it until yesterday. 
Uh, and part of the reason I'm not able to keep up with all of this stuff is because I'm working for 10 hours. I'm also a manager at a store and my entire day is dealing with nothing but messages. Uh, so trying to catch up on all of them is a nightmare. Um, my man's overworked. Can we get some pity super <laughs> chats, please? Oh my uh, God. <laughs> so the only one that I really had a chance to sit down and play was, um, Brush 3D. Thank you, Akashodin. Akashodin, holy cow, thank you. The uh, pity bits. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for the twenty dollars. Thank you. Uh but yeah, yeah, I uh God, what was I saying? All right, all right. So I, I started it last night and I ended up playing it like somewhere between like twenty and twenty-five times because I was really enjoying it and I was trying my damnedest to just get through the entire level in under three minutes. Um, which I eventually was able to do. Uh but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. It's, uh, you know, it's definitely got some quirks about it. Um, uh, definitely little things where I feel like the engine is kind of struggling to 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 do uh, one thing or the other. Like, for example, if you're going through a corkscrew or something, like it feels like it's nagging, like the camera um, every once in a while. Other than that, I would just say, man, let's clean up the, the boost pacing a little bit because there were a couple of areas in there, especially once I was trying to get those better times where it was like I had to mathematically ration out where my boost meter was. Uh, mm. But other than that, I really liked it. It's such a cute, fun little concept uh, of taking Sonic Rush and uh, making a, a little 3D platformer out of it. And uh, the physics I was able to get a hold of pretty easily. Uh, the homing attack works about as good as I would like. Sometimes uh, it wasn't always great about locking on to the enemy I was actually aiming for, but, you know, hey, what are you going to do? Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, no, I liked it a lot. I, if one of the things I loved about it the most was just, uh, of course, the music. I was thinking Jet Set Radio the entire time. I understand it's music from the actual Sonic Rush, but, you know, I, and same composer and all that. Right. Yeah. Um, but those those models look adorable. I love them. Uh, I want more Sonic fan games to have that kind of aesthetic. Uh, we we keep getting, you know, indie games that are based off this retro look. Uh, and they're always going 8-bit, 16-bit. I'm down for just, let's move on to the era of indie games based off of low-poly 3D models. Let's go. Yep, right there with you. Yeah, that's... At, at, as as much as I've enjoyed things like Shovel Knight and you know every everything else, like Crypto the Necro Dancer, everything going back to that aesthetic, seeing crunchy low poly stuff again, it's yeah. it's become it's become an art style in and of itself. The same way that uh, that pixel art has, and I want to see mm -hmm. more of it going forward. Yeah, I agree, and I don't think pixel art is going to go anywhere. Uh, I think it's just its own aesthetic any uh, yeah. nowadays, and it's just it's just. It, it's it synonymous with video games, and it's going to be here forever now. It won't go anywhere, nor should it. Yeah, and I think that's going to be the same with low poly as well. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll stop interrupting. <laughs> oh well, that was my piece. Uh, that um, I pass it off to somebody else. Serious? Yeah, I guess I guess I'll give my my perspective. Um, so it felt I know somebody mentioned this in the uh, in the live stream. And I don't want to take their idea, but their idea is how it felt when I played it. It felt like a demake of Sonic Unleashed. Um, it which which is not a bad thing. That's not a that's not a knock on the game. Uh, but it was very obvious I was playing with low poly assets from Apatos and not assets that were reminiscent of Sonic Rush. 
Uh, these are things that felt more like they were they were in Unleashed, which again is fine. There's stuff I really enjoyed. I liked how. Uh, you didn't have to have your boost going constantly to do things like running on water. Um, whereas that always felt kind of limiting a little bit in Unleashed where you had to, you had to ration boost out a little better. Whereas in this one, it's like, yeah, you can use boost if you want to. And that's, that's kind of how I prefer boost. I prefer boost being a thing that I have options to do, not a thing that I have to do to get through the level or I'm screwed. Um, I know it's a fan game. So this next criticism doesn't necessarily matter too terribly much uh but it really did feel like sonic was very loose the homing attack had a bunch of issues where it wouldn't necessarily line up right um but there were some things there were some set pieces in there regardless that i adored as soon as you're done with the water walking section and you start going like almost aerial there's this part where you have to like scale a bunch of eggman robots going higher and higher into the sky and just as a Sonic set piece, that made me feel amazing doing that, despite how finicky the homing attack could be. Um, I didn't like the 2D sections in it too much. When, whenever the game did the, the Sonic Unleashed snap to 2D, uh, I, I felt like it was performing not great then. I felt like that was when the game was on rails. But then every single time that it moved back into 3D, I'm like, okay, things are loose and hard to control, but I have full control over this character and I'm enjoying playing despite all of that. So I want to see more work on that project. I want to see more done with it. And I want to see more of those just stellar set pieces. Nice. Uh, yeah, as for me, um, if you guys were watching the stream yesterday, I had a pretty frustrating time with it. I've only played it a couple times over right now. And again, I don't, I don't want to be like too mean because this is a, you know, a fan project first and foremost. I really love the aesthetic. I like the idea of it and full on confession. I I've never been a big fan of how the original Sonic rush looked uh, with Sonic's 3d model compared to what I always thought was very flat, uh, a level aesthetic. If that makes sense. I don't know. I need to describe it a little bit better, but I, I really like how this looks. Um, it doesn't need work. There, there are a lot of spots where I just ran through a wall or fell down or like a checkpoint would start me looking off into a, beach when i couldn't go that way i had to go facing forward or um if you just boost like immediately starting from a checkpoint you're, you're gonna die because there's a spike trap just right there that you can't see because the camera flips to the side for some reason there are a lot of little frustrating parts of that demo that i just i did not have a good time with it that said um i don't want it to come off like i i want the developer to stop doing what they're doing because I really like this idea and I do understand that this is still as new as it is and um, I can only really just kind of parrot what you two have already said in terms of some really cool set piece stuff that was happening there as well as uh, some more technical issues that I think Wayne like you you very very I just love that about you. I like how well you articulated that, like the mathematical challenges, I guess, like in terms of uh, making taking care of your boost more than anything else. I think challenges like that, like taking care of your boost, making sure you don't like drown, not great for like a first impression or like a demo or something like that. And I, and again, this is Apatos. This isn't like the first. How do you pronounce it? Is that Apatos? I think Apatos? it's Apotos. Um, Apotos. Also, but... we just got a 
giant super chat. Yeah, Devin, goodness oh gracious, God, dude. Evo. I'm late <laughs> to the show, but thought of my question of the week. All right, let's hold on to that. We're going to get back over to that. Okay, yeah, let's make yeah, sure that, we got this written down. Yeah, get that, get yeah. that written down. Yeah, I got that copied. I'll take care of that. Um, all right, but all that said, uh, yeah, like I, I think I need to play a little bit more with it. I need to see what happens as they continue, continue development. And um, again, like if this is like a fuller game, I, I, we're always going to keep in mind, like we can't treat fan games like we can like what they charge $60 for. Uh, yeah. But overall, I, I really, as negative as I sound, I am very supportive of this project and I love how it looks and I love the idea and I, I want to see more as it, as it continues on. So yeah, that's my thoughts. So um, like one of the key things I've been wanting to see in Sonic games is steering. Like I want Sonic to steer well. And I, I think that is a problem with a lot of the Sega games where I do think that this game gets it right to the point of not always needing the drift. So like there, there's a lot of things where it kind of stands out to me that the gameplay in this does a lot of things I've wanted it to do for quite a while, which is why I think I have such a positive reaction to this. Um, I don't know if you guys... We'll get to that. I don't know if you guys... (laughs) I don't know if you guys remember, but in in the Dream Sonic game video, I said that I wanted to keep the boost gameplay, but bring back the tricking system to gain boost, because I think it's a much more fun way of doing it than just collecting rings or wisp capsules. This game does this, and I really love the way that it does it. And like the turnaround on this thing is phenomenal. I think it's three months in development, and like what they've got here is great for that time. And um, I mean, if you played the first demo and then this demo, they came out like two days apart from each other, and it's night and day. Like demo one has like a lot of issues with like being needing to be like ridiculously precise to get to the end goal ring, for example. Mm-hmm. That uh, demo two really fixes. So like. I'm very impressed with like how fast the turnaround on this has been. It does have its issues, such as Sonic climbing walls that he's not supposed to climb. Um, and like I think the whole thing of having the first half of the stage be like a potos is an inspired decision because it it does offer a little world building as to like the geography of where the water palace is. Uh, at the same time, I can understand the disappointment though, because it's like if it, as the first impression of this game, it's like you want something that's quintessentially Sonic Rush, and you're getting something that's half Sonic Unleashed, half Sonic Rush. I also think, like, yeah, when it goes into 2D, it, it's got the thing where, like, a, like Sonic games like Sonic Colors and Sonic Forces tend to rely on 2D sections for when the level gets even the slightest bit ambitious. I find that this <laughs> game has the opposite of that, where it's like the 3D stuff's really ambitious and awesome, and the 2D stuff is suddenly quite... Um, minimalistic minimalistic yeah like a lot of just roads that you're just running on and like there's a spike bed maybe in front of you that you have to kind of navigate um so it's like things like that i think can be uh worked uh more interestingly but um time will tell i think the 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 only way to go is up from here and like what we've got so far is a fantastic uh a fantastic little demo that i've played through several times now and had a blast with and yeah, there, there is that really, uh, that very interesting character that appears on the lower path as you get into the actual Water Palace section. Like, God. I, I think, honestly, he's bound to become like a cult classic. Like, he's the next, he's going to be the next uh, 
Professor Pickle. He's a game. They put a goddamn model of pup in the game. For fuck's sake, quit leaning it on. Real... It was cute because I was sitting there playing and uh, I, I stopped on this on this one platform and there's just this random character model and I was trying so hard to to attack it and I was like, wait, I know that fucker. And then I take a closer <laughs> look and here, it's got it's a put it it's up a low poly channel pup. Unfortunately, audio only listeners uh, won't be able to see, but um, I did think it was well, go, it was maybe very go cute. play the demo for yourself. I also did notice, Pup, uh, you weren't the only cameo in there. I, no I noticed uh, one other character model that I wasn't familiar with as kind of standing off on a cliff looking the, out. It was the Sega Saturn Go from the Sega Hard Goes game. Oh, no shit. Oh, okay, that's who that was. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was another, uh, if that was another, like, co uh, creator cameo or what. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, um, basically the origin of this is I'm um, pretty buddy-buddy with a dude called Temzi. And um, I, I was talking to him when I was playing the original Sonic Rush, saying, man, I don't get the hype for this game. This sucks. Like, so many <laughs> bottomless pits and stuff. And he was like, dude, you gotta just persevere with it. You'll find you love it in the end and stuff. And, and I did. I, I, I really do like the first Sonic Rush, even though it's got a lot of problems. I think the second one really fixed. But, like... um. The thing is, he was saying, yeah, I'm working on, like, a 3D remake. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, another overly ambitious fan project. Okay, that's, that's, that's going to go nowhere, I guess. But then, of course, I played the demo, the first one, and I was like, as if I'm not getting in on this. Temzi, how can I help? And he's like, well, we could we could put a little pup in there if you could make, like, a low-poly model. And I was like, I'm right there. I'm on it. I'll, I'll get right on that. So he put that in the game. And um, as well as that, I've also kind of taken on a little role in the creative process of the game, workshopping some set pieces for future versions of the game. So I've got like a Google Doc of all these different ideas for how they can fill these levels with as many exciting set pieces as possible. So that's something I'm doing now. So yeah, I'm going to be shilling the fuck out of this game. Um, Jesus but. Christ. Yeah, there, there we have it. So, like, yeah, it's it's got its issues. It's obviously quite early in development and stuff, but I think we're onto something promising here, especially with the speed of the turnaround. I I, I need to say this, like, in terms of like all the other three D stuff we were we were seeing there, and there's some decent looking stuff there. There's a lot of that Unreal, like the engine, like just sameness from a lot of the games we saw. I, I'm in love with the design of this game and I'm I'm such a sucker for like weird little Easter eggs or weird little character models. Like what is going on with this? I've I've rambled on forever about that weird creepy hobo in Twisted Metal in my Discord, but And here I, the weird the weird creepy hobo is pup. But that's the, literally <laughs> like my favorite part of the game is like I just like that just like this weird creepy dungeon thing, and there's our boy right there, just kinda <laughs> It is a little creepy, but like in a good way. Like I was just, I was just tickled pink, pink to see him there. I, I just love, I love little Easter eggs like that. I like running into. And there, shit. there was something I pup. I'm actually glad you didn't mention anything to me. And maybe you did make a mention of it, and I just missed it. But I was actually really happy to not know about that going in because that was a that was a really special little moment. Just seeing one of my friends like just kind of showing up <laughs> in a game. Thank you. Um. But, like, yeah, no, you must have been a bit spooked out by his creepy white eyes. Like, especially when juxtaposed with Sonic. I just loved it. I, and I didn't want to go back and find the other ones. The only thing creepy, creepy about, about it. it was that it just stands there rotating around, staring you down. And I'm like, yep, that's something he would do. 
<laughs> He's too yeah. tall. He's too goddamn tall. <laughs> that that one I do have to say. Like I'm I'm used to Pup being the shortest one of the group here, and then in there he's well, not just even like, that. Just like Hello, the, Slender Man. The aesthetic, and I know we've I've I didn't ever mean to offend you, Pup. Like I've told you this before. Like when you showed off your full model, it's like he looks like a cute little dog. Why why is he so goddamn tall? Why has he got clown shoes? He's he's not tall. Like the yeah. the the pup is supposed to be short, but I guess Sonic is shorter than the pup. I guess. Well, I was gonna say, uh, I think it actually. I didn't really realize it until I was looking at that little cameo. But uh, no, you got a good character design there, buddy. Like it, it I feel it like is it works. good. Yeah, yeah, it is a good. It's good character design. Oh, that's that's uh, pretty much entirely to be accredited to a dude that did some artwork for me in the past called Emissary from Heck. Like okay. he, I basically sent him like the basic concept, which was much more Sonicy in its overall design. And he basically reworked it, gave it the sort of the white eye style and everything. And it's been reworked further from there. So what we've got is this interesting sort of amalgamation. But like he really like I I, I can't let the conversation go without saying how much he did for that design and like the contributions he made. Like we yeah. cannot let him go without his dues. Like he's a, he's a fantastic artist. Um, let's get some let's get some, let's uh, get super, some chats. super chats in. Oh, uh, all right. So. <laughs> So Jamie here, he's one of my patrons, and thank you for the five bucks. But like, uh, I said his name wrong because um, I started doing uh, shoutouts at the end of episodes. And, like, he messaged me, he's like, "Hey, dude, thank, thank you. Uh, just so you know, like, uh, you're, you're saying my name wrong because, like, is it when I first saw, I I thought it was Chevalier. It's not Chevalier. It's oh. uh, Chevalier. So, oh." So, <laughs> So, so yeah, he said, I want a story-focused Sonic RPG to replace Sonic Chronicles so bad, even if it's fan-made. There were a couple of RPG games. We just didn't touch them. So uh, there, go, there was go check out the based, stage page. Some even based in the Archie universe or the Sad AM universe. They were more, I think, more Archie stuff is usually RPG-based, I've noticed. P.S. Say my name, Grandpa Nick. I did, and you're welcome. Uh, Rion Islander sent us eight bucks. Thank you. Awesome to be able to watch you guys live. Do you guys think Sega will take in low poly artists like they have with Mania? Uh, usually I would wait till the end to answer questions. Um, no, I don't. Not at all. Yeah. I think the closest we got was the special stages in Mania. Like, I, I think, um, like most people here, like probably in the podcast and in a, like just on the podcast. We we probably uh, we really appreciate the low poly look and and like it a lot, but it's not a large enough consensus, I don't think, and I don't think that there's enough of an audience there within our own niche, within our own like um, echo chamber, as it were. Yeah, totally. But we're never gonna see like the same numbers that they do, and and I don't think that they would just pick up a couple of arts to do like a low poly game that probably won't sell well just based on the way that it looks alone. As that's as we love it. Reality. Yeah, as much as I would love it, if they were to do it, it would be like a very low budget thing, and then let's see how it goes. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, sorry to be a bummer there. We would love it. We don't think Sega will do it, especially in the era where they're doing their best to be a Mario clone more than ever yeah. before. Um. That's let's sad. see, Devin McCann. Nick, out of context, Channel Pup looks creepy, but in a good way. I did say that. <laughs> Dragon Blur 57 sent us 10 bucks. Hey, guys, want to know your thoughts on if SA1 Remake were to be released alongside an SA1 movie adaptation? This is a question I thought about recently. wanted to ask your thoughts. 
should we save this for later? Is this like a bigger conversation? I mean, I think... all I'll say for now is, please, I would love that. But we like, had, I know we I had a think whole happen, but... conversation about an SA1 movie adaptation, but I don't think we... We didn't factor in like a remake tie-in because that would literally just make Sega. Yeah. Go I mean, time that to would be money. that would be good. Like if they did, yeah. like if they did, like a year where they had like a synergized Sonic media. So they did like a straight to DVD, straight to streaming, DCAU style, um, or is DCAMU? I, I don't know. But like if they did like a DC animated movie style Sonic Adventure one feature film, as well as a Sonic Adventure one remake, like. Yeah, I'd be there buying both of them day one. Like, hell yeah. Yeah. No, I do think that opens up a much larger larger discussion about, like, what a remake of Sonic Adventure 1 even should be or how it should be handled. Uh, Cirrus, I know uh, we were planning on having a discussion about that at one point. Uh, yeah. I think those plans kind of, like, I don't know if they fell through per se, but they have just kind of, like, uh, been buried. They, they dematerialized in the cacophony of real life. Yeah, it's, it's I, I've drafted like three different scripts about how I do a Sonic Adventure remake, and I'm still having a challenge with it. So I'm, I think that might have to be a show topic at some point. I, um, Shall we? I'll, I'll in... be honest. I, I, I think that it's not out of the realm of possibility because I still think Sonic Movie 2 needs a big bad boss fight at the end of it. And if it's not Metal Sonic or some random Robotnik robot, Maybe the Emerald houses chaos, and we just have a big water monster without you know all the, you know the adventure lead up there. Or at least Which, chaos you know, zero. Like build them. if they did like chaos zero and built him up, they're not going to do that because he's like one enemy from a game I like, but I can dream. I think they would just go straight to water monster popping out without oh. giving us all instantaneous the... biolante. Uh, it's such a good like build up for that story though the whole hunt and everything it literally oh, is yeah in the infinity saga but with sonic so before I... we uh get to the third topic shall we uh quickly address in a timely fashion devin mccann's first question yeah the the big who would we like to see sonic crossover with and what kind of gameplay style would we like to see leisure suit larry <laughs> Isn't God, that, that I really die. horny game? It yes, is. and yeah. that means that it is perfect for a for particular era of Sonic. I also don't want that. <laughs> um, I I'd still do. play it. I don't, don't give a lie. fuck. I don't give yeah, a fuck. It's... You know, yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it right now. I actually wouldn't mind. This is like a thing that will never happen, but I really wouldn't mind seeing what would happen with like the Sonic franchise in Klonoa. Come on, you piece of shit. I didn't know I was taking yours. I'm sorry. That's 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 what I was Yeah, no, I'm with you. I um I think Clono is too good for Sonic. Like when I but when I when I think of when I think of things that I think could mesh well with it, Clonoa because it already has that kind of like, yeah, you're playing in 2D, but we're gonna play with that idea a lot. And that's something mm-hmm. that I think us, I think Sonic could do for fun as well, like doing that but fast. Oh, Cirrus, have you gotten a chance to play Lunatae's Veil vale yet? Uh, no, I have not yet. Oh man. Okay. Hey, well, t- we'll I'll have... tell you what. I I wouldn't mind Sonic with the scriptwriters of those games. Oh yeah. Oh, a Sonic game that could make me cry. Because okay. I no, I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> and I know everyone's offended by this. Clonoa stories are way too damn good for Sonic stories. 
they they are entirely emotionally driven and i think sonic likes to play with that idea i mean if you even harken all the way back to like sonic adventure one they really tried mm -hmm. to do a whole lot of stuff with tails and all that stuff but it always kind of felt like a half measure whereas klonoa it's the whole damn point um and it gets more layered as it goes on those those characters are far more complex than they initially lead on like it and it, again this is like psychonauts i'm kind of doing this because i'm doing the script for it like surface level like they're solid cartoon characters and they're really yeah. cute you can see the comparison between sonic and klonoa but you the more you you know travel down there and this is again i'm not saying sonic characters are not capable of this we've had great stories with them not in the games not and in terms of sonic's characterization and I can't think of any character in a Sonic game that I connected with on the same level of, say, Lolo. No, Jesus, dude. Like, those those characters... I mean, there's okay, a reason so why what, we what still keep talking about... do you want? Like, we've established that... There's a thing, though. Like, Sonic is such a unique beast. It's, it's, a, it's kind of a challenge trying to imagine... I've got one. ...how I want him to interact with characters. But go ahead. Uh, now, this is a little outside the box, but I would like to see a crossover between the Rayman Legends series and Sonic Boom. That'd be fun. Oh, I feel like those two universes could mesh. Jack and Daxter, too. I, I was, you know, I was talking with Jack and Daxter. You know who else I think, uh, I, I think would actually be a way better fit? Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank would work for mainline Sonic, I think. If Sonic a gun. <laughs> like a, oh, wait, they've already done that shit. Wait, hold on. I have a terrible idea. Think of I, I want you to consider the types oh, of schemes that Egg say Crash and Sonic Boom. Why on earth didn't we say that? God, well, that's yeah. Sonic would be pretty perfect, badass actually, as well. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I I can I can throw something at the wall that's really fucking like haphazard and off the wall, but it's just wacky enough to work. Think of Eggman piloting a Metal Gear. Stop. <laughs> you stop this shit right Think now. Think about it. Think about Don't it. Don't make just... me want it. Don't make me want it. Think about how fucking convoluted and goofy Sonic you know stories what? can get. You know what? Get Adventure era corny ass over the top writing of Sonic Adventure and give it Dude. to Hid Hideo Kojima. Yes. I would play the shit out that of that. That is exactly I... why I'm thinking. Because, like, cause like, do I want something that's, like, going to make me feel emotions? And Yeah, I want that Klonoa one. Do I want something that's just going to be fucking wacky? Yeah, hand it off. Let's do the Metal Gear collaboration. Let's go. And, and let's I'm be down. real. Uh, <laughs> as much as I adore the Metal Gear series, and as much as I like Kojima, and I'm his son. <laughs> A lot of his writing isn't really that far above, say, Sonic Adventure 2's. It's not, but at the same time it is, because it's... You gotta remember, we're Americans, we deal with a lot of localization, and yeah, the characterizations are very silly, but those storylines and the lore and everything else, like, it's so complicated it's so and convoluted. It's such a fun rabbit hole to, to fall into. And that that, that level of of death is is what makes it so compelling because if they didn't have that then yes the characterization is just wacky anime goofy bullshit but it's Tell everything else that that put, brings that elevates as much as it does i'm just so thinking we, of eggman like tell me sonic have you cracked the code of the lolly lule low <laughs> <laughs> the lolly lule low 
Metal Gear Espionage. Oh, God. God damn it. You just so imagine got, Espio um... sitting there with, like, Solid Snake going, so you don't have any powers, but nobody can see you. You use a box. What the fuck is wrong with you? I just realized who I want to play the next Espio. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want... Get David Hater? Are you kidding me? Just give Espio a bandana and have him voiced by David Hater. Yes. Right. So we've got uh, two new super chats, <laughs> uh, both from way past cool kid. Uh, the first one, four dollar ninety nine. Thank you. Says I've been a huge fan of Nick and Pup, especially as character design, channel branding synergy. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And Cirrus, you're super cute, and I like your smarts. I don't have any of those, but thank we've you. We've had a lot of people hitting on you last couple of days, Cirrus. And then there was that. <laughs> they literally fun. think you're a cartoon of course. character. And then there of was course. that Jacko pose that was submitted yesterday. That was great. <laughs> that was course, something. Way past cool kid did not neglect our boy Wallace, saying Wallace yeah. is undead to me in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> and thank Emmy, you. thank I'll you for it. the five bucks too. Sorry I'm late. Yeah, you've. <laughs> Yeah, sorry for being late all day with that. I was waiting forever for episode nine. <laughs> that was that was a great episode. It was though. really we, good. That was worth it. We 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 just got done gushing about all of it. It was that was a fantastic episode. Wonderful uh, work from the whole team. Yes, for really, bravo. Um, also, we're getting a lot of people like throwing out some really fun ideas out there. Nobody has said MLP, nor will we ever. Uh, Sonic <laughs> and TMNT. Mario and Sonic, but not at the Olympics. I think we'd all like that. Yeah, I, I think that's what Sega's trying to do. On that. They're just trying to package up Sonic best they can so they can... Like that's, said, when, that's when they finally do a proper Sonic and Mario adventure crossover, and then Sonic goes back to being the Sonic we know and love. How weird is it that uh, Mario has had a proper, like, actual game, not just a, a sports game collection, like an actual proper crossover with the fucking Rabbids before Sonic. That is kind of I mean, weird. That, that's not a platformer, though. That's like it's a not, strategy. Yeah. No, but it is a proper it's game. It's just XCOM. Like, I wouldn't say that's any more a proper game than the Olympics. I'm gonna like, with I'm I'm with Pup there. I, I'm I completely I with him there. It still doesn't I, I feel do like what Mario's so more, namesake it's, is. It's so much more its own thing than Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, which is just, hey, this is a a, a fucking motion controls tech demo. Like the I mean, entire no, Wii is, library. Have but in, in the sense, though, it's still Nintendo not them? allowing. Mario to be anything he's not allowing him to be a platformer with anybody else he's got to be in a different genre completely than what any of them are known for it is just as wildly jarring the 2020 Mario Sonic at the Olympic Games has like a story mode and everything so like that feels like a flash fan game I don't give a shit oh but it's a it's a fun little thing to do and I enjoyed the hub world it looks so bad it does not at least put Sonic and Mario Kart goddamn or put Mario in Sonic and Team Racing on the Nintendo Switch. I'll keep saying it, and again, I mean no disrespect to Jay, but I part of the reason why I don't call Mario or call it the meta era, it is it is purely a, a semantic argument in terms of what we call it. At the end of the day, we all have similar problems. But a reason why I call it like Mario era, I call it boost era. But I it really feels like, and I've said it on the show before, and I'll keep saying it. Current Sonic feels like it is designed to be for the Mario Olympic Games. It feels like it is designed to be handed off to Nintendo on a silver platter. It feels like it's meant to coincide with the Mario gang. It is not 
Sonic-y enough for me. You make so, me want to die when you say things like this because well, you're that's not the wrong. thing because like I spent my entire life as a kid like holy shit Sonic is so cool but I loved Mario first and I like these two franchises I like Sonic a little bit more but I still grew up loving both of them and all I ever wanted was just to have these two characters together and now that we do we still don't have it exactly the way I want and I want more than anything right now to Sega to distance the fuck away from Nintendo. As quickly I, as possible. Let I, Sonic I agree be from Sonic. The standpoint that Sonic it, is not contemporary. Mario's contemporary. Sonic isn't. He's been Again, you are not using that word what, correctly. When you say like contemporary, he, what Sonic do you mean? Sonic is supposed to be cringe. No, Sonic is no he's not. Cringe, right? problem, no, the problem was he was contemporary. <laughs> you, contemporary means he was of the time. Ninety Sonic is to, of the time. I want you to go look at the of the intro to Sonic CD, and I want you to say that again. I want you to look up the word contemporary, the dictionary definition of contemporary, because if it was, that's what Sonic was, because he used the popular okay, things of okay, the time. Okay, okay, I'm going to change the word. Tasteful. But, okay? I, God damn Mario it. is all tasteful, and it's all like, it's gentle, and everyone can enjoy it. Sonic, for most people, is fucking cringe. Yeah. And, and Sonic it feels like... No one, and that's what makes it good. Sonic Sonic has my my problem with Sonic is that it feels like it did the Jack and Daxter thing to a degree I, to elaborate on that um Jack and Daxter I think is a pretty good platformer for the PlayStation 2 it's past its era the 3D platform was on its way out at that point in time it was kind of going the way of the survival horror game um but it uh it decided to uh to latch on to Ratchet and Clank it was like all right Let's be a little edgier. Let's give them guns. Let's uh, go for a darker storyline and darker characters. Let's make every fucking character's voice gravelly and, and, and serious. And um, they washed their hands of their own identity. They were able to hold on to some of it, but they they kind of just went with the uh, the current flow of the market. Sonic has been doing that for a while now, where it has washed its hands of its own identity just to be a functional 3d platformer most of the time that's the um, thing is like it's always been like sonic worked because he went against the grain like mario would yeah. be like it's a fun time he's a friendly plumber he's got a happy little smile on his face and he's going through kingdoms of mushrooms and stuff this is sonic he's on a snowboard he's fighting emo hedgehogs with guns and bats with tits that are detectives on space <laughs> colony arcs with lasers <laughs> and explosions and the moon gets blown up like that's Sonic, not yeah. this. So I'm, I'm gonna, also friendly Mario on my let, flower bed. I'm gonna go for a nap at the end of the game. Like, all nah, right. Nah. So, so no, I'm sorry. I gotta. I always gotta interrupt with all you adventure fucks here. But, and again, I do like that era. I do. But everybody talks about Sonic like that is what Sonic is supposed to be. That is not what Sonic originally was. That is I Sonic. Mean, of the day, let me finish my way. point. He was though. Let me finish my goddamn point. Okay, okay. He was even <laughs> then when that was a massive shift for the sake of following trends of the time, because that is when anime was getting huge in the West, and suddenly Sonic was getting more shown in as well. But like, Sonic has always been a cloud chaser, <laughs> like always. Like he's, okay. he's always been following trends, and Adventure Era was another massive shift for what we knew Sonic to be. I'm not saying let's revert back to the old, old games. I'm not saying let's not revisit those ideas. I'm just saying 
within context. Well, Let's consider that this is everything that it is, even if we're no. not a fan of what it is currently. Let's take adventure out of the equation then and walk it back to what Sonic was originally intended to be. This well, is I Mario. Think... He runs with mushrooms. He steps on them. This is Sonic. He runs through metallic bases. He's got pop-inspired music. He's got a girlfriend called Madonna. He's in a fucking band. He loves killing dogs. He's rising against oppression. He's an eco-warrior. You know, that's that's Sonic. Well, that's yeah, Sonic. but it was it was also so much more. It wasn't anything basically any anime wasn't doing at the time. And I yeah, guess the point, the point further, is kind of Sonic... to further Nick's point, if we're even pulling adventure into the equation, that was not going against any grain. Nothing about the whole cool sports wear, the the soap shoes, the snowboarding. That was all a product of its time. It was nothing. Yep, that is but the, the point I'm making is that Sonic in that case shouldn't be emulating Mario, but should be bopping out to the EDM music, going to fucking festivals, getting high of his tits on cocaine. <laughs> he, should be, he should be appealing to what Gen Z wants. He should be fucking killing Wait, himself. Well, he should be, isn't that the he problem, should be, though? He should Wait, be isn't... speeding by shadow, waving his hand with fucking blur effects over him. He should have lens flares coming out of his eyes. Isn't like, that the problem, though? Is they're still trying to go for whatever... The next generation might be into as opposed like to just, we're 30 years in we have know. all of these sources to pull from we have the adventure games that have great things to pull from sonic and tails are keeps showing us this the classic games we know what works for the classic games don't don't pepper everything with green hill i mean Ooh. still show us more sonic fied fied worlds i would take that i would and just to you know backtrack a little bit on my city stuff last time we talked about this my issue isn't cities. My issue is like flat out like we pulled assets and this is just San Francisco. Sonicify it a little bit like it, the adventure games did. City Escape does not look like a regular ass city. The point There's... is, I, I don't want to be loading up a game like Sonic Lost World where it all looks very cuddly and it's got this uh, harmless fucking orchestral track greeting me. Nah, I want to be greeted <laughs> by fucking I, butt rock. I want to play this and be... think. My God, my dad would fucking hate or love this. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want to fucking, I want to be assaulted by Sonic. I want Sonic to be confident. I want him to take his fucking massive quilly dick out and push it out of the okay. screen. At me. Okay. okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. 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 I feel like we have some more super chats to get to. <laughs> we do, but like, just, just for the sake, the sake of this pub, just for the sake of the word contemporary. You've literally been arguing for the exact opposite of what that word means. Okay, well, you can just put this all over my corpse. All right, so no, we've got another super we chat. We have to make the this corpse time first. From from Pagrec, $5, best podcast, OVA discussion episode soon. I would say it should definitely be in the pipeline. We really should have done it for this one, considering. We can always I, do it for next episode. There's always tomorrow. There's always next week. Tomorrow, yeah. yes, the next Sunset episode, City. To, to, I, I really don't even know if we're gonna have time for a retrospective with everything we we do have a lot to talk about. To the future. No, 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 no. I, we're only an hour in. We these are usually two hours. We we can mm -hmm. we can devote our time. So I, <laughs> I do I do you think know, it's my I do think it's maybe time to talk about Rise of the Wisps though. Okay, let's talk oh, about yeah. Rise of the Wisps. Yeah, I, I want to say, what Wayne, I wish you tweeted this out, but like before we get into any compliments, the first thing you said, can you just explain like that one critique you had? Because I thought that was just the funniest damn thing. Uh, wait, hang on, we're missing someone. Black Yakuza says he wait, was Wait, wait, the crit 
yeah, critique of what I, I feel like i've critiqued a lot of things today all you literally said yesterday when we talked got done with rise of the wisp was why Wait, was why the parts? fuck was this two parts <laughs> yeah it's it's one thing it's one thing no 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 it is one thing if they like waited a week <laughs> And then they were like, here's the complete thing. But after an hour, they were like, okay, here they are. Two things together. <laughs> Sonic Rise of the Wisp complete. It's 11 minutes long. We're not even giving it a day before we're just, here's the complete package. It's two parts. It's just barely over 10 minutes when it's all together. Before we get down that rabbit hole, we did miss one super chat. And since we're already overdue on that, I feel the need to do this now. Yeah, go for it. Black Yakuzu 94 sends $5, says, Sonic is designed to be cool, but coolness is always changing. Mario never really defined itself, so he's more timeless. In that case, um... Sonic's got to go with what is cool, I guess. Uh, which is why I guess people have an issue with Sonic's design sticking around as it is. But either way, I want Sonic to bust a cap in my ass in the next game. Like, <laughs> have him smoke a cigar or something. Whatever the kids find cool these days. That is, well, I mean, that's always going to be the problem with, uh, Make him a with Sonic. Is, Make him a yeah, cool is always changing. And on. it's going to mean differently. I mean, they, they picked, like, a very very uh temporary demographic for the original games oh yeah so dmc so, so i understand him... why they're trying to do a more timeless like baseline here's what these characters are just yeah no i say just better. give him fucking nike air jordans um God damn it. and i don't know have him do something else that kids like these days i don't know what what, what do kids like i never want you in charge don't of say fortnite team ever you know what i'm gonna say I had I had a couple discussions about one very particular movie randomly for a few different people this past week. The Goofy movie. Oh, I love that. That's such a good movie. That, that movie's so much better than it has any right to be. Well, here's I, the fascinating yeah. part about it that I thought was amazing. It is very much a product of its time. Yeah. It's very much about being a teenager in the 90s. But at the core, it still understands what being a teenager is. And I think that resonates regardless of when you watch it there's no touch phones there's no uh yeah i don't even think there's an internet in there at all they got goofy poppy music in in there but it still resonates with what it's like growing up finding your identity you know trying to fit in with people like it understands what it's like to be a teenager and also offers what i think juxtaposes that like you know the the view of a parent or, or things of that the nature oracle. And I think that's uh, Sonic's not. You, you need a lot of emotion. You need a lot of heart if you're going to be tackling the teenager route. So if Sonic so really wants to be cool and be a teenager, I would look to need, the Goofy movie. <laughs> we need to have Sonic takes Hunted P to rehab to get his behavior sorted out, so he can return to his rap career. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know if you heard Oracle, but thank you um, for the super chat. Thank you. Right, so Sonic Colors, Rise of the Wisps. Yep, yep, yep. I liked it. I, I think I think part two was way better than part one to me. I, I liked the action sequences. They made me happy. I liked seeing Sonic just fucking smart off to metal the entire time. That, that just gave me joy. Also, yeah. canonically, there's a wisp faster than Sonic. Yeah. And we also so, saw that um, what's his face? Wow, I'm, I'm bad with words today. Who actually wrote this again? 
Tyson Hess. Thank you. I'm just, I kept trying to think of Trey. <laughs> Is this the uh, same man that named a character? Trey Noble. <laughs> Did you just say yes. Trey Noble? Yes. I kept thinking, it was like a T name. Like, I keep wanting to say Famous Trey. author of Sonic the Hedgehog lore, Trey Noble. Uh, yes, <laughs> the, the ultimate T name, Ian Flynn. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean, they, they flat out said, like, seconds. so let me, uh, yeah, so he flat out explained, because somebody flat out asked him, like, why is this the way it is? And he's flat said, like, they specifically asked us to keep it in line with Sonic colors. And on that front, I think that that jarring opening that we all had. And again, like, I didn't have that much of a problem with Sonic being impatient. Just wasn't the right time for it. And it was very, very childish in terms of what I, we all we had that talk last week. But um, like that, I think that explains a whole lot because you see saw them kind of lean away from that a little bit the mm-hmm. further it went and yeah by the time we got to the second half of this one 11 minute cartoon it, it was a great time uh orbot and cubot were actually working on eggman's behalf for a change which i don't think i've ever seen them do um and yeah i, I really liked incorporating sonic colors ish design with metal sonic and when they upgraded him I I just loved it. I loved it. It was so much fun. Transform. So given um <laughs> all of the rants I've just made about what I want Sonic to be and how I, you know, prefer when Sonic is going completely against the grain, this is such a basic harmless cartoon uh, which is clearly aimed at kids, but I still like it on its own terms. Like this is fine. Like it's it's definitely better than the writing in the Sonic Colors game um yeah and like they have now uploaded it as a singular 11 minute short film as well so like you can watch it in that form and it works much better that way but you do tend to notice that the first half feels overly long for what it is yes. and it's kind of like the action in part two is the best stuff um i also like the little moral of the end of the story i know it's very kiddie and it's very on the nose but like i don't know i think just on a whole this whole thing is just the best thing to come out of sonic colors story-wise and um yeah i thought it was pretty good and that's kind of a shame because i think the overall message of colors is a good one um slavery bad it well (laughs) i mean it's it's the most it's the most on the nose it has been and i think sonic's been long overdue and I, i appreciate this a lot like an environmental message playing out through the levels and through the music and the design, I really appreciated that about Sonic Colors. Um, and you know, again, I've talked about that before, and it's just brought down by some really, really rough jokes there. But yeah, it was really nice to see some decent fun. Like that that cartoon is what I want Sonic Colors to be. <laughs> the absolute best thing about it for me was Orbot and Metal Sonic as well. The die. Oh God, yeah, big things. bro. Orbot, who's, like, constantly overcompensating and, like, he's trying to take on as much of a leadership role as possible. And you got Metal Sonic, who's just done with everything, but he's also kind of confident as well. Like, there's a lot of character coming from Metal Sonic for a character that doesn't say a fucking word in the entire thing and is literally a robot. And that is a product of very good writing. He's a very efficient, fierce robot. But the moment he's up against the thing he was designed to beat and has never beaten like you just see this seething fury and this desperation to prove himself i 
loved it. It was amazing. It was so much fun. And, and Sonic's he's like, hey, you don't want to fight, dude. This is Metal Sonic. He wants to race. And he's like, yeah, bitch, let's do this. I, I saw, and then um, they wildly coyote him. <laughs> I saw someone though uh, on Twitter make this joke, which I thought was really funny. The whole thing is like Sonic has very low self-esteem. Where they play a clip from like the Sonic OVA movie, where Tails goes, "That robot looks exactly like Sonic," and then play it back to back with Sonic saying, "Metal Sonic, you're looking hideous as usual." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! He did say he's looking like in an ugly mirror, and I'm like Sonic, bro, like. Sonic has low enough. self-esteem. <laughs> and also, to point out, Ricardo, uh, <laughs> take Chavez. I didn't notice this before. He's like, dude, I think it might be time to take legal action. Because we have Metal Sonic just, like, strangling one of the wisps. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, there was a lot of, lot of wisp abuse in this. There was, was a lot of wisp choking. I think, like, someone I, there had a choking fetish for wisps. I have to ask... Because the the lead up to this, it looked like they're gonna put a big emphasis on these uniquely designed wisps with the stupid headgear on I'm them. I'm so glad they the did. Solid though. snake wisp. The fucking wisp <laughs> Avengers. I'm so but glad. But what they the fuck did it. they do? Uh they they, 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 they gave Sonic his powers. They, they were... went around trying to free their wisp comrades. They but were why specifically didn't they just have regular wisps. They didn't like. They didn't like individualize them at all. Outside of like, here's some headgear. I <laughs> didn't need focus to. On them. I, I need to. They're that... fucking wisps. Who cares? I, I That's can see my that point. From the perspective of just like somebody who's done animation work before. It's where you just it, you're given a very small allotted time to do this shit with, and you just want to do everything you can with what you do have. And it's like if you can add a little spark of life to a very minute detail sometimes that's enough where it's just like yeah the wisps have their own personalities yeah they are trying to help themselves but they also need a hand sort of thing i thought it worked for what the what the uh overall theme of the cartoon was going for to be perfectly honest i've been a little quiet because like um as far as this cartoon's concerned i'll have a lot of thoughts on it uh i, I feel like the bitter old man in the room because i man if it, if it weren't for this podcast i probably would have watched it um <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't really care. Uh, it was it was fine. I I admire the the work that the team put into it, but I'm also just like I am as, as somebody who has fervently said like you can do uh, content aimed towards kids without making it feel like it's only for kids. I, I did mean, not put enjoy it this it. way. It's it's not Sonic and Tails are. Yeah. It's. I, um, I, I will say it, this. It feels like we're just star for like baseline. Okay. Uh, storytelling and cartoons and everything like that. Wayne, I'm with you. Like, this is not like, as far in terms of like, if you just look at animation in general and what's being what's out there right now, this even this isn't even the best Sonic short that we have. Yeah, but, we have Mania Adventures for shit like that. Yeah, and and I feel bad about it too because like the one thing that is always going to to get me, because uh, again, it's like I, I feel especially for animators is I saw like uh one of the uh, creative heads of the of the short like on Twitter yesterday, and they're like, thank you all so much for watching. Our team worked super hard on it. And I was just like, oh, God damn it. Oh, because I'm just like, well, now I have to now I have to feel something towards now this. you have to remember a human being worked on this. Yeah, and... Several human beings worked tirelessly on this and they put their heart and soul into it. Damn it. So it's like I can respect that. I just wish I could say I enjoyed the actual thing more, but I, I'm not going to lie about it. I It's just if it weren't for 
you know, I, I don't know. It, it's just not normally the sort of thing I, I take in. So take any of my criticisms with a very large grain of salt, because I do not think that this was for me. We do, um, yeah. we do have a super chat from Oracle. Five dollars. Uh, I would like to see another Sonic and Mega Man crossover, whether it's in the form of an IDW comic or game. What do you guys think? Like a sequel? I, I would not mind. I actually, I, I never read the entire, uh, you know, Worlds Collide story, but there's parts of it that I love. Like the 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 Monster Hunter fan in me loves Sticks the Badger taming a Gormagala. Like stuff like that just it tickled me pink as a fan of different Capcom properties. So I would like to see more of that. I especially liked seeing uh, the the blossoming romance of Dr. Eggman and Dr. Wily. The bromance was amazing. They are they are fantastic cross. First one especially is fantastic. Now, I've not read the Mega Man Sonic crossover, so uh, let me know if this has already been done. But I feel like, especially with the writing that IDW has done, um, giving Sonic like certain moral conflicts and stuff like that, this idea of a future that is built off of these robots that will occasionally just go haywire on on people. You know, the Mavericks? Uh, are they always called Mavericks? I thought that was an X thing. That's an, an X thing. Oh, okay. Um... Uh, but even like just in baseline Mega Man, this happens like uh, every year or so. It's like an annual occasion uh, in their world where it's just like, oh, well, time for the Festival of Killer Robots again. Let's let's do this. Uh, and uh, versus the Sonic world where he's constantly trying to prevent a future where something like that takes place. How interesting it would be to see Sonic and, and Mega Man work together because like he has to kind of put that bias aside. If that was really done in that comic because again i haven't read it but i feel like that's such an interesting thing to that you could play with it's it, i would say something like that is touched on but i like your premise that's that's a really cool premise in terms of like world building um but there was a Mega Man archie comic and it was written by ian flynn while he was doing the sonic comic over there um and you can tell like the passion for both those series shines through so every little bit of fan service is going to be in there. And um, it, it thematically and narratively makes sense. It's really good. And again, like like Ian usually does with these things, like he, he makes a compelling argument in terms of like a base game design. Like what would make sense in a game narrative uh, for for mechanics um, and how, how these things would work in terms of levels or boss fights and everything else. It was... Incre if you guys can't tell by now, as much as I talk about Sonic characters, like gameplay first and foremost every single time. So I really appreciate seeing that translated in in terms of a narrative, as opposed to like Sonic Sadam, which they just disregard everything. And there's little hints and pieces here and there, but um, yeah, it's really good. And that comic convinced me that I want to see more of it, and I would love to play it in a video game because I think it would work beautifully. I there's want a we should have mentioned again that's embarrassing so we've got uh, a super chat here from my husband trey nobles says, <laughs> here's my weekly simp bucks for sunset city a little heart emoji sunset city well, honest you, honest to gosh i'm so glad you're here i don't need any hot busty shika teas when i got you around Jesus and Christ. um we've also got black yakuza 94 back again saying since we're talking about metal how would you compare him to sonic's later rivals mainly the other doppelganger edgy the hedgy I would say that Edgy, Let's get into it. Edgy the Hedgy is the quintessential Sonic doppelganger for the modern age. 
but Metal Sonic is the quintessential Sonic doppelganger for the classic age, although he does translate quite well to modern as well. That's my two cents. I, mean, I am with you completely because yeah. uh, Metal Sonic did not evolve in terms of design when they went modern, and I was very interested to see what they would do with it. Um, then it turns out they didn't do anything. They gave him a secondary, uh, like a segment, like he's, he's segmented like an ant now, where he's got a rotating bit for his legs. Um, and that's about I, it. But yeah, I'm I'm in complete agreement. I think in terms of narrative, they both can serve separate functions, but the, they're both going to be compelling in different ways. The idea that Metal Sonic is the character, or Metal Sonic is the rival uh, that exists to be. Like, literally, the anti-Sonic. This thing is created specifically to fuck with Sonic, whereas Shadow is created without Sonic in mind. Like, this is a character who just happened to be his rival and happens to have a grudge because of a set of circumstances. And as a result, you have Metal Sonic ending up on one side of that conflict. He's always in opposition, whereas Shadow is more, I'm going to work with you despite my various disagreements with you. Uh, I I think that's the thing that I like about Sonic Rivals in general, is that each one of them can end on a different side. Like, Knuckles was a Sonic rival, and he is one of Sonic's best friends now. Shadow was a Sonic rival. He's very much an anti-hero now. Uh, Metal Sonic was a Sonic rival. Now, still is. And he very much ends up, like, purely on the evil side of conflicts. And that's a, that's a thing that I like uh, about not just you know shadow and uh shadow and metal sonic but just sonic rivals in general is that you can you can put so many of them in different narrative placements uh even after they've had their beginning scuffle with sonic and it can cause them to continue to have those disagreements i do have a massive problem with sonic rivals in general and that's the dragon ball z rival issue where the shonen they're recruitment the most, they're, well they're most compelling when they're on the opposing side then afterwards they're they're just kind of there vegeta yeah. is great i love vegeta the whole way through uh the rest of the z cast it, it's a goddamn embarrassment what they've done with with the rest of them um i'd say super at least did it, correct course on a lot of that it still caused a whole slew of new problems in terms of that i still love super don't get me wrong but um vegeta has never he's like like, all right, you're designated second place, and that's where you're always going to stay. And I'm worried that's what happens in terms of Shadow. Uh, well, in terms of everybody, I got in this little bit of a debate yesterday on Twitter. Uh, surprising, but someone's like, How many, how many protag, how many worlds, you know, protagonists turn evil would be completely screwed? And you know, they brought up, Oh, yeah, and Mario and like Sonic would wreck everything, and like that's bad storytelling, then that is an underutilized and useless cast like that is a I, failure on the part of your world building and your cast not to mention i think I, that the idea that sonic would get wrecked by most of the cast or that said uh, that sonic would wreck most of the cast no problem i i don't agree with that i think just in terms of raw power characters like shadow do outclass him but that's it, what makes a hero compelling yeah. crack said this best um when Superman versus Batman was coming out, um, they were pointing out like Batman's too powerful in the comics. Sometimes he's just way too goddamn powerful. Um, my my buddy has described it like there's Detective Comics Batman and there's Justice League Batman. Justice They're League Batman is wildly different characters. 
And the most compelling thing about Batman is whether or not he would win the fight against Superman. By all stretches of imagination, he should technically not win that fight. But he would fight anyway. And that's what makes him compelling. That's what makes him a hero. And that's, I think Sonic should have those those next level challenges, even yeah. in his rivals. It, it I, is, I mean, this is this is where we kind of bring it back to the F word a little bit. Is like the fact that in Sonic Forces, all it took was for Sonic to be kidnapped aboard the Death Egg for six months for everything to go <laughs> everything to, shit. to shit. Given that and, they have Shadow there, Civil, Silver well, there, Tails, Knuckles, there is no way it should have gotten to that point. I, to within it, fucking six months i will say at yeah. least at, with one exception at least they did with episode with episode shadow try to address why shadow was not part of the narrative as well but uh, to be honest just I, I will throw out two characters who can destroy the entirety of any eggman fleet without any trouble and they have a reason to do so put knuckles and omega on a demolition team against eggman and see how long that empire lasts I mean, I was saying it from the start. The story catalyst should have been that Dr. Eggman just went really hard this time and managed to actually overwhelm Sonic. Well, that's, that's uh, let's let's be completely fair to Sonic Forces. The major fo fo focus was on Sonic and things didn't turn around until he was freed. Uh, I do think we at least need to address that. We should at least give props to Eggman in that narrative because the first thing he did was kick Sonic's ass. Like, he was taken out like a bitch. And um, I think that goes to show, like, even Sonic can't can't stand against Eggman when he's going all out. And things didn't turn around until we got Sonic out, we got that Avatar character, and we even got a literal other Sonic to come in. And then everybody came together, you know, coordinated and, and fought at the end. There's a good story in there if it wasn't all cut out and... uh you know, put through the filter of really corny dialogue and, and rush simple gameplay. Wave. Now, with uh, getting down to the, the F-word slope again, did we want to go ahead and start our discussion on the origins yes. of Metal Sonic? Yes. Okay. I it might, might be time to, to go ahead and breach our last topic, because I feel like we can spend some time on this. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, we'll have, I, we have a brief <laughs> we have a brief thing to get into right before that that is still tied into Metal Sonic, though. Look, I'm I'm gonna be blunt with you guys. I think we should probably just talk about Metal Sonic as a character for the remainder of this, and then maybe save the retrospective of Sonic CD until next time because we're I, we're over an hour, almost an hour half. In I think I'm. Yeah, point. we've we've only got like thirty minutes left. So you're. I you're, feel like you're if right. we're gonna talk about Sonic CD. It needs to be his own devoted episode. At, so at yeah. this point, yes, and that will and also. Honest, I'll play through it a couple more times. I, I would play it a little bit more. I think you guys have valid criticisms when it's concerned, and they do need to be addressed, but I, I do think, like any other Sonic game, they deserve a little bit more time as they are designed to be mm. replayed more than a couple times. We also we had Sorry, a whole episode uh, devoted to Sonic 1, which is about as long as CD, so like... Yeah. I want more time to sit down with uh, Sonic CD anyway, but it's like as much as I love you guys, and I could honestly sit down and, and talk with you all all day. We all do have stuff to do, so maybe we Yum. should just move the discussion on to metal. All right, let's do it. All right, so Metal Sonic. Oh, we don't have to rush. It's okay. Um, unlike down. Sonic, he doesn't <laughs> chuckle. We need, we need to speed up the pace. Come on. No, we, no, no, pups. This is. No, I'm. Just I'm very pressured. I'm like a deer in the headlights now. Why are you doing this to me? 
It's for the sake of brevity, and you're not helping with remarks like that. So come on, let's do this. I will. Sacrifice the Neko. <laughs> Devin McCann sent us a chili dog. Thank you, Devin McCann. That will be the energy we use. Thank you. All right, come oh, on. The Metal Sonic discussion. Come on. So, so uh, Sonic CD came out. It was like, uh, I, I, I find it interesting because it's a game all about time travel and trying to prevent certain outcomes and everything like that. And you essentially get to see, like, uh, different versions of a possible future. In another world, Sonic 2 would have been Sonic CD. And uh, I, I just think that's kind of a, a funny, funny way to look at it. But it, the one, I don't think Sonic CD, um, I don't even know if that's like still canon in its entirety, but there's so many elements from it that they have held onto between Amy and uh, stuff like that. But by far, like the most, I, CD's absolutely canon. Where it, where uh, okay, it lands, yeah. we don't know. If, if but... it's in generations, it's canon. Yeah, yeah. but uh, well, I was gonna say I was gonna say the most popular thing, but that's not entirely true. I mean, again, Amy. Anyway, uh, Metal Sonic is in Sonic CD, and he's still around. He's cool. Uh, so, God, that design! Holy shit! I mean, so right. when, when Naoto Jesus, that design. When Naoto Shima was trying to figure out like what kind of rival he wanted to bring in for Sonic, the one word that he had when the design concept was being like drafted was menacing. And that went into every single aspect of that design. How do you make a, how do you make a, a character run as fast as Sonic, but still be menacing, make him float. How do you make a character that's going to grab you and cause you pain, uh, be menacing his, his fingers, like in his early drafts, they look almost like fucking knives. The Man, fingers he was uh, really ahead of the curve on the Jojo memes, huh? <laughs> So you're approaching me. <laughs> um, but no, like having having that idea that we want this rival to be menacing and just bringing everything out from there. That was what they ended up working with. And I, I, I think it all came out really, really well as a result of this. The idea of using a jet engine to make a machine go as fast as Sonic. That That's good from a design concept. Uh, and that's also just good in line with what we knew about Eggman at the time. Because at, at the time, Robotnik had squared off against Sonic once in games. We had Sonic 1, and then we were getting you know Sonic 2 and Sonic CD. They were being developed around the same time. So the idea that he would just say, fuck it, this hedgehog kicked my ass. I'm going to put a jet engine on a bot. Like, <laughs> that just... It made sense with the little we knew about the character at that point, and it still makes sense now. I did want to. I did want to say. Um, I, sorry, I don't want to take to take up too much time on this. Uh, we we did have a uh, super chat earlier from Pagrek. 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 Five dollars. Uh, best podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, OVA discussion episode soon. Personally, we, I would love that. that. We, we already we, we already, already talked about this. Did we? Oh, I'm sorry. I have a terrible attention span. Say, think, Wayne. Think. Yeah, we you know what? So we can talk chats. about it. Yeah. We can talk about it in our little uh, discussion of Metal Sonic. We can kind of do it chronologically in a way. Because yeah. so, I actually do love that OVA. It all begins with everyone's favorite prequel to Sonic the Hedgehog 4, Sonic CD. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> don't. You know what? Let it fool you. <laughs> As In terms of where that game lands in canon, um, somebody asked Ian Flynn on Bumblecast at some point. Again, I, I'll pop in every now and then. I've not listened to. I need to catch up on some of that. I try not to listen to all of it because I don't I don't want to like sound like I'm taking ideas from him or opinions because I've noticed a couple times like, oh, shit, 
we're kind of on the same wavelength with a couple of these things. Um, mm -hmm. But I do distinctly remember somebody asking him where Sonic CD lands in his head. Um, just because this is a personal bias sort of a thing, I've always wanted to try and force it in between Sonic 1 and 2. Um, but that, like, that just like Occam's Razor, the way he described it makes perfect sense. He's like, look, bluntly, it just makes more sense after Sonic 3. Like we we have Metal Sonic, we have the Mecha line that goes through, and then he finalizes and perfects it with Metal Sonic. It doesn't get in the way with with anything else because the Death Egg and everything else happened there. And the more I think about it, like Robotnik having not having a another giant base immediately, and like going to Little Planet as an opportune moment, and then using you know you know it's time warping shit to you know fast track stuff. That it makes it does unfortunately make a little more sense after the core trilogy and then that does technically work as a prequel for sonic 4 and since we didn't finish sonic 4 <laughs> incredible you could, marketing <laughs> well you could technically if you want to make it nice and streamlined and take it that headache out of there everything that happens on little planet happens in split timelines and the bad ending is the end of sonic 4 and then everything else turns into either generations or Maybe. Whatever the fuck else. Sonic There's a the couple Hedgehog, of tiny wimey Ocarina moments in time. there. See where the Sonic Force saga began. <laughs> well, it's even like the Sonic OVA, which was sort of like a take on maybe not so much all the events of Sonic City, but definitely certain elements like the introduction of Metal Sonic. Uh, I mean, that had to have taken place after three Knuckles. Knuckles is in there. Uh, so it's like. I, I I feel like that that's a uh, a good enough I idea is that it takes place after uh, three. Yeah. I just can't believe how forward thinking they were back in nineteen ninety three when they were like, yeah, let's make Sonic Four Episode Zero. Look, I have more problems trying to place place the Game Gear games, which I just treat like Dragon Ball movies. They're just like a separate canon at some point because I can't I can't justify in my head Knuckles being a dick in Triple Trouble and in Sonic Three. It doesn't. But we need uh we need the Broly movie equivalent uh for Fang. Maybe Knuckles is just oh, a Oh, really we just bad have friend. like a, a a redone movie entirely. <laughs> we're like, let's re-slot it into the canon. I still hate that Knuckles was using any kind of Eggman machinery in the advanced series. <sighs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's not about not about him today. <laughs> yeah, these uh okay, so um Metal Sonic's next um major appearance would be in and i'm talking major appearance like story relevance wise right right would be in sonic heroes um neo metal but actually shall we talk about the ova movie before that though i I'm, i think i'm okay talking about the ova first real quick because like there's okay. a there's some there's some things that are toyed within it that i really like like for one the the, the only thing about the ova that i do not like is how metal sonic goes out about that's that's about the only thing that i don't like in that movie everything else aside from the fact that there's some weird like we have to have a neko anime girl in here which i guess you know makes it in line with sunset city um yeah oh, damn it. <laughs> it is a sly dog a lot of that stuff fuck. is is weird but the idea that that Eggman would just sit there and go, I'm going to play video games with the princess while Sonic goes and <laughs> fights this giant robot that I definitely didn't program. Definitely didn't do that. Not me. Like, 
And the what idea that he... there's just this other zone that he can go to where like everything's bleak and shit. Like it's it it lets you have those like really goofy Sonic levels and then those like post-apocalyptic ones existing in the same world without too much trouble. Like a bad future area in a way. Yeah. yeah. The the one thing that doesn't that always drove me crazy even when I was watching it for the first time was I was just like, okay. So let me uh let me figure out how this planet works. So there's these giant ice tubes that transport lava. Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> and they're Another and then they're also bridges. See, I um, can see bees making rings there. Yep. Another thing I was kind of thinking of. It's all fiction. I don't get why Sonic fans have such a hard <laughs> time comprehending cartoon logic in a cartoon. But okay. Um, because he exists in San Francisco. Sonic's oh real, God. damn it. So any fucking way. Um, Just call me Kai? About... No. Okay, so... Um, Fuck. Um, so basically, the whole thing with uh, Sonic OVA is Dr. Robotnik kind of has this huge monologue about copying Sonic's data to create the Hyper Metal Sonic. Um, I think if ever there was a time when Metal Sonic should have just acted like normal Sonic, it was here. I would have loved to have heard Martin Burke's coming, that voice coming out all tinny sounding out of Metal Sonic. But like, <laughs> um, yeah, th this is where I kind of say, like, if he's supposed to be an exact Sonic replica, like a second Sonic that believes he's the original Sonic, I kind of just think it makes sense for him to act like Sonic and not like a Terminator. But like, still, it's it's just a it's a funny little cartoon. But I, I enjoyed him. Uh, it's not my favorite of the Metal Sonic appearances, even in cartoon media. I preferred him in Rise of the Wisps. But like, um, yeah, no. So that's my two cents on OBA Metal Sonic. I, he's he's my favorite version of Metal Sonic, without a doubt. I, I like the menace that he brings to the table, and I think him not speaking and then doing a couple of like emulating Sonics, like cocky, like uh, stances I mean, he, and stuff like aneurysms. that, was I love precious. His thing. His it was you, yeah. oh, you might know yeah. everything I'm going to do, but that won't help you. Also, he did do the quintessentially Sonic thing of looking up Sarah's skirt. <laughs> Oh, of course he, he did. Yeah, I forgot. Sonic is, uh, he's is uh, always as a pervert. He's, he's I, I don't think banana nose for a reason. I don't think he was intentionally trying to look up a skirt. I think he was shoved through the bottom of a. Of we know ship. that. Nick. Which did, didn't they? Didn't they have that thing where like they're basically connected, and so Sonic is somewhere else while that's happening, but he's like freaking out, and they're like, Fucking. "Sonic, the hell are you doing?" And then it just shoots to metal, like looking up her skirt. So I said I liked this rendition of Metal Sonic. I didn't say I really like the overall narrative of the OVA because they just start throwing shit in there at the end. Like there can no, they're, only they're be one connected. Sonic. And then oh, I'm about to die. No, don't save me because they're gonna. That's why I, I mean, said like that's dumb. the you can one thing that I didn't like. Like his compelling, you know, drive was like there. There technically can only be one Sonic. I have lost, and I'm gonna take my loss. But Sonic yeah, they, they did, like, lost you're not wrong, fight. like, he's being Terminator, like, that's literally, he, he's taking out Terminator 2 style. <laughs> like, I just, the a, a lot of the stuff in it, I loved, but the idea, the, the Metal Sonic that we see later in the, in the series, right, who will, will cling to life at, at any cost so that he can usurp Sonic, because that's, He's a he's a machine. He's single-minded. That's his thing. 
the the hyper metal Sonic in that movie just going, yeah, no, you did goodbye. There can only be one. Like, I mean, unless uh, they're trying to, I'm gonna, that I'm, Sonic I'm, yeah. willingly sacrifice himself. I, and I'm going to, and I'm going to debate that point too because, and again, this is like we're comparing early Sonic media as opposed to what they did later. And yeah. this is me, you know, doing what th- these comic writers for Sonic do, which is like, I'm, I'm going to explain away all your plot holes. Um, but <laughs> we have an Eggman who makes incredibly sentient and, and self-aware creature or not creatures, but robots and things like that. Like shit that is like, he's not even aware of like how good this thing is that he made. Um, I really like that about the 30th anniversary uh comic that really portrays classic Eggman as uh as a goofball but potentially but every one of his creations like the robots around him are terrifyingly competent did you um, like a goofball who could accidentally genocide the world like the uh the metal robotnik mecha that he's piloting oh my god that thing is yeah that thing is great did you guys catch when um Sonic flips him off Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. just just, just yeah, also when anime. Sonic gets his when Sonic fucking lands on his nuts in um in the third act. Yeah, I mean early Japan Japanimation. Japanimation. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they still don't give it that much of a shit about some of the stuff like like we do over here. Oh my god, a finger's up, yeah. I loved okay. also the um the whole bit of Knuckles reprimanding Tails for groping Princess Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, the franchise was still a work in progress, but you can <laughs> see what, what they stuck with and why they stuck with it. Um, and obviously, uh, that early on, they knew they had something with the design of uh, Metal Sonic because uh, I expected... Back then, I expected a Sonic robot to look like what Mecha Sonic was in Sonic 2. And that was cool to see just in terms of a concept, but when Metal came out, yeah, I and I'm sure some of you guys the first time you saw Shadow, because I was like this with Shadow 2, is like I, I need to see more of this design. This is so amazing. I need to see more of this villain. And that's I think that's what kind of drove me through Sonic CD. Uh I didn't own it. What we're talking Sonic CD another time, but like like say what you want about that game, but like the the Metal Sonic race in terms of classic Sonic boss fights, like that is that is a standout moment, and I think they understood like we have something really special here because you know like what? Dark Mirrors are nothing new, but yeah. Metal Sonic stands on his own, uh, well floats on his own two feet in terms of a design. I I adore I adore that robot. And actually, to to go back to that boss fight, something I want to at least actually credit Sonic Forces for um, is because uh, we can have the like OST discussion about Sonic CD another day. Yeah. Uh, but I actually really like both boss themes for for Metal Sonic. I prefer the Japanese one, but the uh, the American the, one certainly American has its merits. Fine. And I like that the uh, the theme for him in Forces is a is a remix of that. Like they didn't just let that yeah. die out. They're they like, did. no, the yeah, Bad Future, Stardust Speedway for generations, and then American version of that for Forces. Well, they also had an American well, remix, was, yeah, in generations as well as well. They no did. Thing. I thought that was a brilliant way to to solve that problem because um, I grew up with the American one, and that's that is that music for me. 
and I've grown to love the Japanese version. And now I can play through that level with both themes and they both thematically fit um, beautifully. I love both of those themes and just God damn it. I love Metal Sonic. Can I take a hot take real quick, though, in terms of Metal Sonic themes? Um, my favorite Metal Sonic theme is none of the starter Speedway ones. But as much as I shit on Sonic 4, it had for me what I consider to be the definitive Metal Sonic theme music. I think if it was instrumentalized a little bit better, I wish they would bring that theme back. It's a good well, they, they theme. Did in, they did in um, Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed, and they did it as like more of kind of EDM sort of a sound, and it worked really well. Like, I'll have so to listen to that. I don't remember that. I would love to hear more of that. Like, Let's see, Do we want to check out, look at some of these uh, super chats we have? Oh, God. Oh, wow. A lot hey, of we donations. Got, we got all more? of a sudden. Just oh, two wow. of them. I'm not just two. We I, I, I we sincerely appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Junior the King. Uh, just a thought. They should make a timeline where the bad future is canon, like Legend of Zelda, and make Metal Sonic a big threat. I mean, that's kind of how I would try and fix some of that stuff. Is like so the, the, cool. Well, I, I would say like if we have all these problems with canon and timelines and everything, like I would start splitting off Sonic CD. That is like the contentious game. That is a Just, great place with all the time traveling bullshit to start fucking with that and then, you know, go back to generations and that's where we start getting the deviation with uh with classic Sonic and I'd Mania be, and all that garbage. I'd be as well. okay with that because that that fixes a lot of the like, well, where do, why are there humans here and then why are there animals over here and like, well, different timelines. Sonic X cool? I thought was a great was a great uh Having um, having the the Mobius like world and then having the 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 uh, Earth like world, I that that shows at its best when it's trying to explain the plot holes of the video games. In my opinion, I, I like when Eggman I, reconstructs the moon. Exactly, like they they're answering questions for us. Something I would actually really like to see if they went down that route and had like a uh, like an evil. Uh, a super successful evil Metal Sonic uh, that has reigned in the the dark timeline. I if they wanted to like cross him over with the current timeline, I think that would be cool. And a way you could do it is that what he uh, what has he been up to before he like uh, crossed over into this timeline? He's been using uh, his ability, uh, like basically Sonic's ability from Sonic CD, the game, to like time travel essentially to hop around to different realities and just take out versions of not only like normal Sonic but himself, so that he just kind of reigns supreme as the only one. That sounds. It's not the exact same thing, but it is kind of getting close to super mario bros z there a little bit yeah actually um, that I, is... I like it Wait, well actually hold on mario brothers z i don't think the fuck is mario no it brothers is z. it is oh no you're right no the metal sonic that they deal with in mario brothers z is from a t from a timeline where everyone's gone like he did do I, that i don't know what this is you it's right. a, oh it's my a God. fan project you need to go check it out you it's, need to okay. watch it it is um... phenomenal well, now Let's I'm going to be biased against him because they took my idea in the past. <laughs> it's it's not the exact same thing. And also, I mean, a, a, a singular entity going out and killing other versions of itself is a very X-Men Marvel yes, Comics thing. Yes, it is, thing. yeah. <laughs> Let's move uh, over to the next Super Chat, which yes. is uh, from Sonny, uh, with six uh, Canadian dollars 99 says, Zavok is way better than Metal since he can make Metal his binge. Based... Ogioli magma mode. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all agree that Zavok is Sonic's best rival. Of yes, course. just comes out of nowhere and has all these interesting powers based in technology that is 
thoroughly explained in Sonic Lost. So uh, a, a fucking conch shell. God damn it. Tangents aside, let's um, get back to kind of the main timeline of Sonic. Yes. Um, so the next time Metal Sonic was relevant was in Sonic Heroes, and I personally feel like they really shied away from Metal Sonic as who he is in that game in favor of making him more like a new character. As you see him in mostly an alternate form, you don't really get to interact with him in his Metal Sonic form. And as well as that, he talks in this one, but definitely exhibits a very strange sort of I'm an overlord kind of personality. I don't know what you guys think, but I thought um, this was definitely a weak point for Metal Sonic. I am 100% with you in the terms of weak point. This was a colossal waste of a character. I will never forgive Heroes for that because I was so hyped for that game. I can see the evolution of Metal Sonic becoming um, Neo Metal Sonic and you know trying to see himself as above and you still see that insecurity when Sonic shows up at his front door, gets a super form, and starts, all right, dude, I'm going to fuck your shit up again. He's like, no, I'm real. I'm, I'm so like, you're and, a dragon. And, and then he just becomes a fucking dragon. My, this is I, the thing where they started really veering off from the whole he's a Sonic doppelganger thing and just like, yeah, they're trying to have their cake and eat it with this one. A uh, question, actually, as somebody who's not played Chaotix, uh, was was Neo Metal Sonic like the main antagonist of that? Oh, of Chaotix, no, no. no. But was Sonic that just a comic? Was there was a there was a red. red uh, that was a Metal big Sonic red Metal Sonic. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Chaotix, wasn't he? Okay, he quickly, was. Let's quickly, in a timely manner, reflect on that. It's a it's a Sonic CD situation. You do not actually tackle him until the end, unless you're like dicking around too much. Because instead of like where Sonic will just hop off the stage, Metal Sonic will show up if you don't move around and start blasting at you. Um, In Chaotix? Yeah. That's, That's fucking awesome. awesome. That is awesome. I want to see more of that. It's just like, oh, you're, you're just sitting around. All right, I'm going to just come in here and blast you. Wait, can you fight him then? He's the last boss. You technically fight him. Um, it's uh, not direct contact for first the first part of it. You go to the level select where it was randomized. Uh, he attaches himself to it. And then you have to hit the randomizer, and a different, um, a different thing will pop out to attack you. It's see, very was, akin to Sonic Mania. What I was kind of asking was like, if you wait too long and Metal Sonic comes and attacks you, oh, can no, you no, attack you, him you, back to cancel that out? Because that would be no. quite cool if you could cancel out the "I'm out of here" moment by attacking him back. I don't think so. I've never actually done that myself, but I don't. Awesome I want to say you, you can't. Um, but yeah, that. The chaotic stood out to me because I was again a little kid and yeah. uh, I just liked big transformations and cool looking shit and it doesn't even look like a hedgehog anymore. But yeah, I, I like big, uh, big red crazy looking uh, Metal Sonic at the end of the game. It's a ridiculous boss fight, but it was still just cool because it's a big, scary anime robot. Yeah, because I, I was always wondering um, if like the Metal Sonic at the end of uh, Sonic Heroes was in some way supposed to be like referential to the way he was depicted in uh, Knuckles Chaotix. No, and I'm actually kind of disappointed by that. Um, another thing I was, because I, I know that the that Heroes... Heroes was, is interesting in the sense that um, it really did feel like this was the confident... Wait, well, that's not really confident, because they were trying to backtrack a lot. But they were like trying to take a lot of classic Sonic elements and characters, and like, okay, now we're going to define them for uh, the the adventure modern era whatever they they weren't calling anything but 
we're we're going to be rebooting the rest of Sonic's world now that we've got the main cast out of the way. Yeah. And we're doing the Chaotix, Sans Mighty, because, and I get why they left him out. He looks way too much like Sonic. Wish they still kept him around. And Metal Sonic, to me, felt like this is the adventure version of Metal Sonic because we just had a cameo in Adventure, which I thought was a, was a great model. Yeah. And I thought he looked fucking ridiculous for his model for the multiplayer in a. In oh, with the the giant two. head, or the giant the spikes. giant head and the and the really really curly short quills, yeah. But I thought this was like here's my big defining moment. Metal Sonic is back, and he's the main bad guy, and he is sneaking around the whole time for some reason, and then you don't get to fight him at the end, and then he goes chaos on us because we just need another big fucking. And it takes a complete three years to transform. <clears throat> yeah. It was the basically taking a metal sonic and shoving it in a god of destruction hole. It doesn't help that the boss fight was awful. And he his design's terrible. I really hate the metal it's overlord a design. Mess. It's a fucking, and, fucking mess. And somehow, for some reason, we didn't get super tails. There were so many moments. I was like, just as like a nitpicky fan. I was just so pissed with this game. And that was one of them. Like, okay, cool. Now we're going to get Super Knuckles and Super... T no, you don't. For fuck's like, sake, man. Like, it I... felt to me when I was a kid, and I don't know if anybody else had this, but it felt like Sonic Heroes was the, uh, was the landmark point when Sonic stopped going all out. That's what it oh, felt yeah. like. It felt it felt a lot more like minimalist in comparison to the. That's the word I the, needed. Minimalist. The giant. That's a good word. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Like the 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 scope and scale of adventure and adventure two, are like le leaps and bounds larger than uh than what we got in uh in Sonic Heroes because in Sonic Heroes like you might go to more lo physical locations in that game than you do in other games but it doesn't. That that world doesn't feel cohesive, so it feels yeah. like there's no sense of scale. And the actual story is just Metal Sonic sneaking around, copying everybody. Uh, note, this is coming from somebody who loves heroes. I actually do adore this game. Um, but the, the story being Metal Sonic just goes around, copies a bunch of people, uh, and then it's, it's like they just took all the worst parts of Cell from Dragon Ball Z and grafted them onto Metal Sonic. And that was I mean, our villain. I mean, that's that's the Sonic franchise, especially. That's why I didn't really stick with the Shonen stuff that that hard. Um, I really did like more compelling narratives, but like they they just kept trying to copy what was cool. <laughs> and that's and they took these mishmash things and then, yeah, stuck it together. And Metal Overlord is the Sonic franchise is what I'm trying to say. Like so before um before we move on to, I guess, Sonic Generations for the next mainline Metal Sonic appearance, uh, we just got two Super Chats, starting with Junkyard Productions, who sends in $20, uh, says, Wayne, this is my plea to you to watch the original SMBZ. Alvin genuinely does some good characterization and decent writing for the time and age he was at. Also, animation is peak. It is as shonen as Sonic is ever going to get. This is It's better than anything Sega Nintendo would put together for us. Well, I'm and, certainly not against checking it out. And I've it's not, it is not ashamed to take references from Dragon Ball Z and the structure and everything else. It is a fun fucking time. And for a flat, like 2D style, like we're not going to change camera angles too, too much. 
It is some of the best oh. action I've ever seen. They don't change camera angles too much until Battle on a Disappearing Island. Right, so but in. still, it's amazing. Oh, God, it's yeah. so, I got I got to do a video about it. It's so good. Moving on to the next super chat, the evil Delic, as you referred to him, Nick, <laughs> said, $1.79, says, Metal Sonic's theme from Sonic 4 is lookalike. I don't know if it's intentional, but yeah, it, it does, it does sound like lookalike. Similar structure to lookalike. What's look? Can you oh, guys lookalike is the original that was OVA the... ending. Yeah, that, that, was the, that was the theme oh. from the OVA, which, by the way, the, I found an amazing remix of uh of metal sonic's theme mixed with lookalike uh, that makes it sound like it was just yeah no it, it matches it can you can you well. drop can you we drop that in the chat for for the folks listening in and for for me specifically because i want to yeah. listen to that yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up right now it's by um sound of a shadow and it is fantastic uh, I let me... the, uh, the lyrics to the song as well. In the on a Sunday, riding my bike, I notice I notice many, many things, things that, that look alike. <laughs> well, oh yeah, the, 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 there's the, a uh... part in that song where they literally go, "A cow, a steak." <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, I don't like listening to the lyrical version of that song because it's fucking stupid. It but... is really stupid. <laughs> I love I just... like the Japanese theme of Sonic CD, and up until I found out what the lyrics were. And that's why it became my little end end thing there because it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> I really yeah, thought see, toot toot Sonic were what did I think they used to say? It was like zoom zoom or something like that. I don't know. I, I thought there's something more thematically fitting than toot toot. Imagine just <laughs> latching on to the the words toot toot and just like. Just never letting that go. Just like ending everything with that. Can you just imagine? Can you just imagine that after the age of like this is the trombone skeleton toot toot? <laughs> it, it, no, it's doot. No, it, you it's guys ever seen that like <laughs> the Doom like uh, Photoshop cover where it's like the the one demon and they replace his lasers with trumpets and it's just doot eternal. <laughs> Right, so, boys. Um, sorry, 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 sorry. On to the next game. Uh, Sonic Generations. So, um, I thought this was quite fun, as we saw for the first time in 3D, classic Metal Sonic with his big-ass head. And he looked honestly kind of cute while being kind of sinister. Um, just a quick rival boss, obviously. But I thought his appearance in that game was earned, and it was fun. Yeah, a lot of generations was uh, seeing some of our favorite moments kind of realized in in prettier graphics and things like it was, that. So it was seeing very bad future, yeah, and seeing bad future of like the the best part of Sonic CD, uh, those standout moment of that game, kind of you know played out in that sense. It's it's not really a race anymore. It's it's just a boss fight, and I thought it was cute seeing like Chibi Metal Sonic, but um. Yeah, for it, for one of the standout boss fights like that, that had to be in that game, and I'm so happy it was. For me personally, that boss fight was the first time I ever actually experienced a fight with Metal Sonic in any medium because yeah. I I was never able uh, in Heroes to get the last Chaos Emerald because of the the really backwards way they make you get the Chaos Emeralds in that game. Yeah, I was able to 100% every team's story. And then I was always sitting on six Chaos Emeralds, and I had to keep on spamming Team Rose in a desperate attempt to make it easier to tote the key to the end. I could probably do it better now, but fact is, I didn't get to fight Metal Overlord, 
and I didn't own CD and I never got the Sonic Gems collection for the GameCube, so I never played CD until it came out on Steam. So Generations was my first time fighting Metal Sonic. And for that being the first time and it felt so fucking celebratory of that moment, it it was huge. I loved the execution, even with it being my first time ever experiencing that fight. I mean, it was also like a huge return to form for class- for Metal Sonic, considering heroes came before it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I so... think in uh, so like in hindsight, like the the only negative I can really take away from that now is like I had such a fun time with Generations when it came out, but like looking back on it now with everything we have now, it is a little regretful, like how cutesy they've they've kind of treated classic Sonic stuff at that point because. Before then, I had the OVA. I had the 25th uh, issue of Archie. Um, and say what you want about Spaz's artwork, but like he made it spindly. Like he, I was used to a taller Sonic characters thanks to his artwork. And um, he made some of the, the best renders of, of Metal Sonic I had ever seen. And ju- yeah, I guess we didn't really talk about that issue. That's where we got the, the little thing for Metal Sonic. <laughs> For this episode um so yeah it was it was a little jarring seeing him cutified and looking back on it now it is i guess that's my only kind of regret with with that game where i don't know like classic sonic's characterization is a little he's not the sonic of that era yeah on a yeah. on a note also of like metal sonics not the metal sonic but like um given that they had the challenge gates and they had sky sanctuary one of those challenge gates totally should have featured mecha sonic yeah you can understand why they're trying to focus on the one i mean when it comes down to a gun to my head like if you're gonna have one sonic robot it, it should be metal yeah no no if i guess buzz. he's the definitive i kind of prefer mecha if i'm being honest but like yeah, I, I really guess. like his design. I really, really like his design, and I will freak the fuck out if we ever get like a toy or we see him ever again, or if they even release like um, images of him, like of the artwork. But yeah, when it comes down to it, it's more because I don't see enough of him that I miss him so much. But gun to my head, yeah, uh, Metal Sonic is the superior design in terms of uh, just in terms of like uh, Sonic copy and for his own characterization, in my opinion. So moving on to uh, Metal Sonic's next appearance, um, we have both uh, Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric and Sonic Boom Shattered Crystal. And I'm going to say this, this is where Metal Sonic started to become boring because he had no business really being in either of those games other than to be like, hey, that's, that's something from the main series. Like, there wasn't really any reason for him to be there other than that. Nope, yeah, that was just uh, just their recognizable character shoved in. He was more purposeful in Shattered Crystal because Dr. Eggman is completely absent from that game and Metal Sonic kind of teases Dr. Eggman in that game. But, like, that's all he's there for. It's just to tease that Eggman is coming in a later installment. But in Rise of Lyric, he's just there because he's there. Well, I wouldn't really say that was, like, a major appearance of the character. Something I actually do want to talk about because it doesn't sound like we really have much to talk about unless I'm wrong here. Do you guys have anything to say about... uh? Metal's boom appearances? Nope. There's okay. nothing to say. He just leaves no impression. What do you guys feel about 
uh, Sonic Rivals and his characterization there. I mean, I know he's just a radio for Eggman, but um, specifically the black and yellow striped uh, Metal Sonic version three. I have never seen him before. What? What? Wait, what are you talking about? All right, let me get this up here in the chat. Is that for the you guys. mobile game? No, Sonic Rivals. Oh, that's is a the PSP, PSP game. game. Yeah, so oh, I will get the oh. picture and I will get that up there. This oh, served as the basis for Shard in the Archie comic, if anyone's familiar with that. And that turned out to be a fantastic character. <laughs> and in evolution, look? what is interesting, like Shard, and we'll talk about it. Like, I'm, I'm interested to see your guys' take on it, but like, Shard was another character that Ian Flynn took and molded into something new. Technically, the very first time we've seen Shard, and let me get these images up here for you guys. Um, I'll just show you both at once. So copy image. Let me get this over here. So we can't get this in the stream because uh, Sirius is AFK at the moment. But like, Oh, is uh, he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so just, uh, yeah, technically the first time we've seen Shard, which is a beloved character for the Archie series, was issue 25. He is the original Metal Sonic, where, where Archie called him Mecha Sonic. And he evolved into his own thing. And then there's just a bunch of Metal Sonic copies from there in that canon. He looks um, um, like a cross between Gemmel and Metal Sonic. Yeah, there's a, I'd say that's a good comparison. I don't think that that color scheme works very well with that design, if I'm honest. I don't think yeah. it works in the Rivals, too. I think I like it in that uh, 2D artwork. Um, but. That's where they actually let him have angles and uh, some some depth to his design. Whereas with Metal Sonic, where he he looks more rounded, the more basic color scheme looks better. Otherwise, in Sonic Rivals Two, I'm is what I'm seeing here. He looks like a he looks like a stupid sports car. He looks <laughs> like he's like a like a half-assed attempt to make a, a metal shadow. Yeah, uh, like one of the Android Shadow Androids, uh, one of their color schemes, but on Metal Sonic. It, it doesn't work, not for me. No, no. and somebody, Something people else. are asking questions. You're like, well, where's Metal Sonic 2.0? It's a good question. Um, Metal Sonic 1 and 2, by the way, were rivals in Rivals 1, as the original Metal Sonic isn't in Rivals 1, and 2 just replicates that Eggman Nega build. I was got to be so careful with that word. Um, I freaking love Shard. He's awesome. So I guess, like, I mean, technically, there are two different um, Metal Sonic models out there i don't know if that really counts in the modern canon but i guess they're explaining it a little bit in in rivals so maybe in the storyline of rivals one they explain that a little bit better it sounds like that's what they're saying i don't remember rivals one enough to to say one way or the other there but either um, way the chain they didn't really change up the design until this version three and it's uh it really does feel like a like a skin swap for smash brothers or something it's, it's just not a lot there there's one thing I forgot to mention before we went into Sonic Boom. Um, Sonic 4. Say what you will about it. Lord knows I have. They did some pretty interesting stuff with Metal Sonic. I'm with you 100% there. I really like the focus on Metal and giving him more than just an end, end game race. And seeing him in the Death Egg and all of that. I really liked all that stuff. Gameplay left me wanting, but... Episode two definitely shines a little bit more because of them. And as rough as it is, I like the concept of episode metal. Yeah, I agree with that. Like going back through previous Sonic levels as Metal Sonic. Um, 
I mean, like, also, I think they had some really good boss designs for Metal Sonic, with the exception of the, I think, Sky Fortress one, which my deal was on paper okay, but required a lot of waiting around, and the plane overstayed its welcome. But, like, um, I think uh, stuff like the Carnival... Uh, what's it called? The Snow Carnival Place. Um, White Park boss was really cool. And yes. I loved, I love, love, loved the double team boss in Death Egg 2 with yes. and Metal Sonic to the point where when we got that final chase with Metal Sonic it almost kind of felt pedestrian it's like ah okay we're bringing this back now you know we had so much interesting stuff it kind of felt like a cop-out that they just ended it on a rehash like I, I mean I guess but I, I really think that's I mean that's how I would have laid it out too I and I would have put Tails aside just be like all right it's it's Metal Sonic and Sonic like this is yeah, because you can 69 through that entire thing like a breeze. <laughs> yes, you can. God fucking. <laughs> but yeah, I and I'm I'm with uh, what I'm seeing in the comments here. I I did want more out of episode metal. I want the that concept played out. Like that would be like I've said before when we talked about like dream games and stuff like that. Um that would be like a secondary thing I would have put in uh mania or something like that where you change up the 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 goals a little bit. And like you do what you did with Knuckles, you know, like you you just take Metal Sonic through this, and yeah, the mechanics are very similar. Maybe give him um, a trick here or there that differentiates him from Sonic, and give him a different purpose. Like, and I guess you'd have to play that more with boss fights more than anything else. But and obviously not destroying robots, maybe making robot. I don't know. Maybe you just play him just crushing little animals like he does in the holograms and CD. <laughs> But yeah, I, I just want a playable metal. And his first time playable, I was going to say Sonic R, but that's not true, is it? That'd be technically Sonic Drift, I think. Do we really count Drift? I guess we do. I mean, it technically, it's the first time you're, you're able to play him, even though it's a car. I was kind but of he's... just referring to times when he's like relevant to the plot, but like, uh, yeah, like he is a part of that. But I, well, mean, I mean, even outside of relevance to the plot, I mean, I think anywhere where he's like present is kind of noteworthy. Uh, there's something to be, to be fair, said for. We did mention like his irrelevance in the Sonic Boom games, but when he got episodes devoted to him in the Sonic Boom show, he was pretty good. I gotta actually that this is a slight deviation, but like not just where he's at. There were some stark. I, I noticed his absence in, in certain projects that really bothered me. Um, I'll talk about it and just to like give you a quick rundown in my frustrations. Um, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. We had we had a different Sonic robot, we had Pseudo Sonic, and Sonic Sat AM got so close to some game concepts that it really frustrated me. Like it almost we almost had Little Planet, but it was just a satellite that mm. Sonic could walk around on, and a race against that garbage Cheetor ripoff instead of Metal Sonic, which. I mean, it's. I don't know what the production. Was I think like those shows the... were in development at such an early stage. Right, but like... as a child, I did not know that, so I was deeply disappointed. Um, I obviously going back on it now. I I understand why, but um, that and Sonic X. I thought it was very weird that we got the chaotix, but we didn't get any mention of metal on any any front there. I that thought they would a... uh, adapt it like they would the other games. I I remember when I was a kid watching Sonic X, and like season one was just like 
I, I had this feeling when I was watching it again as an adult. Season one just feels like it's a, a smorgasbord of fish out of water stories. Mm-hmm. And then like season two happens and they start adapting the games wholesale. You get the the battle with chaos, the flooding of Station Square. You get uh, the Sonic Adventure 2 storyline and the butchering of that in the American version. Um, and then like when the chaotics come in, it's just like, oh, yeah, their their house gets transported. Yay. <laughs> Like, I, I totally expected a Heroes adaptation, but it didn't happen when I was a kid. And it, when I'm watching it again, it still didn't happen because that's not how media works. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a good point that um, in DVD, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce your last name. I'm going to say Am- Amber. Amber uh, says Synth Sonic, who was voiced by Roger too in Sonic Boom, has Sonic's personality, so he's slightly off next to modern. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, Synth Sonic is basically everything I've been asking for from Metal Sonic. To be fair, yeah. so like a little love for Synth Sonic. That's that's worth noting. Yeah, I um, I think that's like why like we've de- I well I've personally debated with you. Like, I get what you're you're going for with Sonic. I think just in terms of his design, um, I think he, he plays off better to silent and sinister and as the polar opposite of Sonic's loudmouth personality. And also, um, I think just completely cloning Sonic's personality would, ironically enough, I mean, take away from his own individuality, which I think helps him stand out in terms of an enemy. Um and in terms of his own character, because I do see Metal as his own character, as opposed to just a a copy of Sonic, which I think speaks volumes for for him as a character and a design and everything else. Because I always have seen seen him as a separate entity, even with the obvious, you know, uh, Sonic references in there. So the basically. I want Sega to bring Cyborg Sonic from Sonic Boom into the main series. Again, Sonic Boom! So many good ideas! Like, ah, oh, it annoys me that it ended so prematurely. Yeah. Um, so, um, that kind of brings us to um, a super chat that we've got here. Yeah. Uh, that Jordo says, did we talk about Metal Sonic's rocket from Sonic the Fighters yet? And no, we, we have haven't. not... And I love that the fan base will attach themselves on to absolutely any little thing there is. Yeah, there's just this random transformer that that's got a Metal Sonic theme. Oh to God, it. I'm looking at it now. <laughs> He's yeah. got such a crazy head. Yeah, he transforms into a jet and blasts off. He reminds and me of Sonny from Sonic: Rush Adventure with that head. I think he's been modded as a playable character or like you can like if you get into the code of it, you can make him a playable character. I don't I don't know for sure, but it's an interesting design, that's for sure. So it's just a fucking jet airplane with legs. Yeah, that's all that is. <laughs> it's so, so when, goofy. Uh, yeah, when's the next time metal was uh, relevant? Is are we up to forces? Sonic now? forces, Sonic forces. Yeah, and again, this is one where his appearance just had me yawning. Like, it's, we knew he was coming. There was no surprise, and among an array of other villains that. We probably expected less, such as Chaos. Um, like, again, he's just pedestrian, but it's just too bad that, you know, he got a boss fight and Chaos didn't. I would have much rather fight Chaos. I'm just going to say this right now. I'm not, I don't want to run everything back to the, the 
Rocket Sonic we just talked about for a half second. But looking at the model for a sec, my brain just immediately goes, this would fit well into Gurren Logan. Oh boy. <laughs> the hell is that? Oh, it's an anime. Educate uh... you. <laughs> okay, well, educate me another time. Let's keep yeah. on moving with the main topic. Well, <laughs> I, I, I think. Well, all right. Uh, let's talk about Sonic Forces, everybody. Let, let's talk about Sonic Colors Ultimate some more. No, I don't no, want to. I don't want to. You know what? Soon, but that's, that's 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 what it comes down to, though, isn't it? Actually, because the next time we're going to see Metal Sonic, it's a big selling point for double dipping in Sonic Colors. Well, mm -hmm. um, yeah, we do have some Sonic Colors Ultimate news, but I feel like <laughs> as as the resident European on the round table, I owe it to European, Middle Eastern, and Asian viewers. Um, Sonic Colors Ultimate has been delayed indefinitely on all boxed versions in um, the Europe, uh, Middle East, and Asian territories, excluding Australia and New Zealand. Um, the Western release is set to go ahead just fine, but... Um, yeah, I, I got an email from Amazon today um, about my pre-order of the boxed edition. It's expected to arrive October like October 1st now. Jesus. So um, it's quite a delay. So everybody cop that digital deluxe because <laughs> I've, yeah. I've got that as well pre-ordered on the Switch. So like I'm ready to play. I'm good to go. What a great way to get more the... sales. You'll have to let me know how the Switch version performs. I'm going for the PS4 myself. Well, I, I was mainly intending on going for PS4, but when I saw that Digital Deluxe launched four days ahead of yeah. the original intended release date, I was like, hey, I can cop that, and I can I can do a video on it quite early, you know? So, like, business. Everybody go check my channel and watch my stuff and give me money. <laughs> I have a feeling that, the, that Rise of the Wisps is going to show us more of what I actually want Metal Sonic to be in this game where he can utilize Wisp powers, and they even explain why he'd be able to. And instead, it's just going <laughs> to be, you know, a ghost race event. Oh, and by the way, the delay is due to the COVID-19 pandemic. It's not anything in Sega's control. Right. I, it's, I feel like should be the, uh, the assumption. Um... Yeah. yeah. But, and also, we did see, uh, <laughs> we did see the specs for the PC version of the game. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> six core processor needed, and, and then gigabytes. TBA on everything, and you need oh, a freaking Epic Games account. I thought it was coming out on Steam and Epic Games. It will come out on Steam, but at a later. Okay. Date. Oh, later. Okay. Well, either way. So if I remember, I've been reading Twitter about it because people were like, "I don't see the big deal." Like, well, here's the big deal. Uh, Forces is half that size. And for anybody talking like, well, not everybody can run Dolphin. If you can run well, this, you can run Dolphin now. Yeah, yeah, it does seem to be the case, unless they're really overcompensating out the gate, and that maybe these aren't entirely I accurate. But like, don't these think are. So I this think is this what is it says on the minimum specs. So like, this sounds like an issue of uncompression. It sounds like they did not compress this stuff properly. That's what it sounds like. Except the thing to me. is, like, a switch doesn't have six cores. So how is it going to run on I, the switch? Okay, you want me to worse? I, that's how I can that's actually fun. I can I can I can answer this one. This one's very very easy. So with your uh, granted, it will not run as well on the switch, obviously. But 
the the multiple cores for your computer are running double duty that the switch is not having to do your computer is your computer is going to have to run uh things like your browser it's running a media player it's running windows operating system which takes several gigabytes of ram merely to function the switch doesn't have that issue so it it needing so much and that being more than what the specs of the switch have that doesn't mean anything because there's enough taken off from background processes and your operating system alone on the computer that comparing the specs required for the computer and the specs available on a different console, it's almost meaningless because the way they're being ran on both is completely different. Well, there we have it. The benefits of heterosexuality. <laughs> for God's sake. Oh Great God. moment. <laughs> Look, well, four dudes chilling in a studio, six feet apart, because we're not COVID. That's racist. So, um, right before we <laughs> before we pack things up here, Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all, folks. Good night. Well, no, like we're, no, we're um, like we, yeah, you setting up Wayne. a question. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm I... <laughs> Wait, that sounded what's... like a like a dot dot dot. Yeah, no, I just like before we before we pack things up. Wayne, good night, everybody. No, um, <laughs> Wayne, what are you doing? Um, my like, best. <laughs> what are your social medias and shit? Plug okay. yourself. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm Wayne, is boss on YouTube and Twitter.com, the Bird app, and. Uh, right now, I'm working on a review of Link's Awakening, uh, specifically the original Game Boy version. I am also working on, like, five other things, mostly, mostly just related to Metroid. I'm getting re really, really pumped up for, for Metroid Month, and they released a new trailer for Metroid Dread today, and a new poster and everything. I'm, s I'm so fucking excited for this game, guys. Um, I am too. God damn, that trailer was amazing. <laughs> I'm so pumped. So yeah, that's just kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, next thing that'll be going up on my channel is probably just going to be the Link's Awakening review. I'm going to try to get that somewhere in like mid-September, but the, I'm, that's really only going to, that's going to be it for me until October hits, because I got a lot of shit to get ready for. Yeah. Right! Sirs! Go! So you can find me on Twitter at uh, SirSkeptic. You can find me on uh, YouTube uh, and Necosurus. You can do that over on Twitch as well if you want to do like my live streams and stuff. If you care about real life stuff that depresses everybody, you can go to my regular Surus channel. Uh, though I, I do not recommend it. These are things that I, I vehemently do not recommend doing. Um, as far as what's going on on the Necosurus channel, the next video I have planned over there is something that a lot of people might not care about much. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the recent collaborations Magic the Gathering's been doing and what it means when your niche game goes like fully, fully mainstream. Um, so I'm be doing a, a presentation on that over there. And then after that, I might start doing some more Sonic-related stuff over there, or I might do some more Pokemon Unite-related stuff over there. I'm not entirely certain that plan is fluid at the moment. Before we go on to Nick, we've got another super chat from uh, Way Past Cool Kids who says, Good night, boys. Besitos. Um, thank you for all your generosity and support tonight, Way Past Cool yes, Kids. Yes, thank you. You've been way, way past cool. Right, Nick, drop a give me 20. Uh, uh, well, I, I think Penis. afterwards I'm going to clean my game room a little bit. I'm going to go grocery shopping 
and you know feed the turtles try and set set up their just social media maggot what's that where can they find you maggot oh i have no idea i don't i don't use the internet uh what do you do pup (laughs) boomer nick currently i'm a drill sergeant (laughs) this your american impression american drill sergeant impression Oh, uh, we got John the real Wawa Wawa Luigi. Wawa Luigi. Hey, John. Good to see you, man. man. Sorry that I'm late, but just wanted to poop in and pop in and say hi. (laughs) He said poop. (laughs) Why is that so fucking? No. (laughs) My eyes are shut. (laughs) I'm not even doing it to be an asshole. That was legitimately funny. The word poop is always funny. I don't give a shit. I fucking hate this. You can you can find you can find Channel Pup in Sonic Rush 3D. You can find Channel Poop in Rush 3D. (laughs) Yeah, you can find me there as well as on the Channel Pup YouTube channel, um, where we are really um, going for a lower budget style of content right now to justify my continued existence on this platform and in the real world. Um, As well as that, you can find me on Twitter where I post really great takes about spider-man among other things so yeah um that's me and uh has everyone said everything they want to say before we head off yep um yeah. we should we should mention because we i did mention on twitter that we were going to be doing the the sonic cd stuff here but obviously we've had a lot to talk about and i that's a good problem to have so unless there's some big crazy stuff next week i think we're going to have our part two of metal. Well, it's going to be episode 26. We're not going to do the part two bullshit again. And we'll, I think we're all in agreement. We'll do the, the retrospective then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got, we got more to come regarding our boy metal Sonic. Um, <laughs> Channel poop. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Channel um, poop. Before, before we go, there's just one thing I want to try real quick. There's Bebop um, Nux. Need more drill sergeant channel pup. There you go. Look at that. Oh, you want more drill sergeant channel pup, Megan? Maybe away from your microphone. I don't don't appreciate that. (laughs) Oh, you want more drill sergeant channel pup, Megan? That somehow didn't didn't make it better. Someone's gonna call the cops on you. Okay, yeah, no, my neighbors are not gonna be best pleased. But um, (laughs) yeah, okay. Thank you for the encouragement, Bebop Nux. Um, it really goes a long way to me annoying these guys even further. Anyways, um, so that does it for today's episode um the sun is once again setting on sunset city and the train has just fucking crashed good night folks two two metal sonic warriors see you next mission bye you guys have